Show me the news. And now, coming through your speakers and into your ears, it's the gaming podcast that you all know and love. It's Show Me Your News. Welcome to Show Me Your News, the pinnacle for delivering and debating the gaming news that matters the most to you. Rumor-filled gossip, hardware blunders, or upcoming releases. If it relates to video games, we want to talk about it. I am Yoko. I'm the Buzzsaw. Our top stories today for this episode thir- uh, 30, what? Uh, episode 82. Jeez, we're old. It's March 13th. That's where the third came There from. you go. It is March 13th for <laughs> Sunday. Uh, we've got, you know, Brawl Stars Anniversary. Yeah, there you go. Brawl Stars Anniversary was recently. We originally were a Super Smash Bros. Brawl podcast, so eh, we'll, we'll talk about it a little bit. Japan had a terrible natural disaster. And we'll talk about, if is it fair or foul to, you know, actually worry about the video game companies that are there. Mm-hmm. Um, iPad 2 came out. We'll talk about how spiffy Apple's little new $500 device is. Uh, Connect. Set a new record. A new record! Woo! Not a failure. (laughs) And uh, Hilarity of the Week, we're going to talk about a show that is probably one of your parents' favorite shows. It's on CBS. (laughs) And they they made a little gaming faux pas. Uh, Out recently, Dragon Age 2 and Pokemon Black and White. Oh, yeah. The big end is Nintendo at GDC. They made some announcements on top of Iwata giving the keynote address. Do mail time, but first... Our guest this week, he was on episode 73. Eh, kind of a weird episode with the Brawl Tournament. He was on our 3DS special. Not really a full episode. But here, on our first, his first, legit episode of Show Me Your News, Master Wuggles! Of course, naturally, it's when you start saying who I am that the live stream starts putting on a commercial, so I can barely hear you over (laughs) it. But, yeah, hey, Internet, I'm here. Uh, I'm coming to you live from the center of the earth to warn you about the mole people who are on their way up to kill you. But first, I'm going to do a podcast. So you head up boxofdanger.com, and you... It's a fun... Oh, go on. And you also created Pokemon, the abridged series that is your quote-unquote claim to fame. Yeah, it's the abridged series. Don't listen to all those other... You know, knock off a bridge series. They like have one a by, lot of them, don't they? Like, they have Pokemon uh, abridged and... Uh, there's, there's Pokemon bridged, which, all right, I'll, I'll give that guy the benefit of the doubt. He's not bad. But there's WTF Pokemon. Oh, wait, that's something totally Oh, uh, oh those guys. Good Lord. <laughs> which, oh, did, did you get my Twitter message the other day? I uh, did. That and I posted... You know when, when I when I make that official announcement, I'm gonna I'm gonna call you out on it. I, I want to hear. Oh, yes. I want to hear what this what this is you got to say. So no, we're very Good. glad to have you. It was amazing broing out with you at a uh, at Yomacon, and Great. I wish I could have gone to OhioCon. Um, next time. Yeah, next, next time if if I'm if I'm up to it and able um, to. I'm saying I'm gonna be there. I'm gonna oh, be you're there. gonna be there next time. You're totally gonna be there next time. I'm gonna be there. It is gonna be. I have to be. I can bro fist with Buzz. 
There you go. There you go. But, you know, thank you for being on Show Me News. We're glad our schedules could kind of sync up there. Um, yeah. And it's, it's going to be a fun ride. Um, so I wanted to make the I'm announcement pumped. that uh, Sword Hunter and I, after two and a half years, are continuing the show known as WTF Pokemon, which, if you remember, I think around it was episode 36 or so, was like the last time, you know, we were talking about on the show, because Gimpy Fish was like, oh, yeah, it's, it's pretty funny. Um, so what They're WTF Pokemon is, is that? Are they still making new episodes? Um, well, they're making new episodes of Pokemon, but... That's what I'm of the show. Oh, yeah, it's it's even going into Are you the, kidding me? <laughs> Would they stop? They, yeah, I'm like, how many episodes is it now? It's gotta be over 600. Yeah, uh, nothing ever really dies anymore. Two, they, three, They just maybe. barely rebooted Power Rangers, so I mean... Yeah, that's true, they did with a samurai or something. <laughs> Anyhow, Pirate samurai, isn't it? Something weird like that? Yar. I'm not sure. Power Rangers pirates, there you go. <laughs> Uh, what WTF Pokemon is, though, basically what my brother and I do, we take episodes from the original series of Pokemon. We had stopped at around episode 48 because YouTube was kind of being jerks. In fact, when I, I, okay. tried to, yeah, I tried to upload episodes on YouTube like a few weeks before we officially made our comeback, and um, Shogakukan, or like ShowPro, which is a subsidy of, subsidiary whatever, of Shogakukan, who runs the anime in Japan... They didn't like take the video down. They just said, "Oh, we'll we're blocking the content worldwide." So there was no point of doing that on YouTube. So we're at wtfpshow.blip.tv. Um, I'm gonna be posting like parts of episodes on YouTube so people know we're now up to episode 50. Basically, what we do take original episodes of Pokemon, and we have to be very critical on it. And uh, do we do the bottom five things that are wrong with it? The errors, logical mistakes, plot holes, poor writing. There's a lot of them. Basically telling people that, you know, the nostalgia goggles are really thick. If we think it was good, you know, there's there some things wrong with it. And uh, so, yeah, go check it out. We're at WTFP Show on Twitter and um, WTFP Show, no, Facebook.com slash WTFP Show. Go check us out. If you like Pokemon, I think you're going to like what you see. And part of the reason for coming back is it looks amazing. Looking at back of the editing, it was terrible back in the day. It was black backgrounds, just stock, you know, images and text but uh i gotta thank lord budget, philock who lord philock I do is, really like the new like logo intro where it kind of like fuzzes in and out and do this cool crazy thing yeah, you definitely yeah. improved yoko-san oh, yes. hi <laughs> um <laughs> but no you actually called me out let me see if i can i can pull this up really quickly <laughs> on twitter.com uh slash wtfp show let's see dot 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 at master woggles writes at WTFP Show, can I send my fan mail critiques as sound files? I think everyone needs to hear me tell you how wrong you are about episode 50. And then he puts a little razz face in there. So, please tell me, Wuggles, what is so terribly wrong about episode 50? Well, first of all, you were denying me out of his bucket water attack, which we all knew later became known as Water Pulse, which he learns by TM, my good sir. Wow, that is that is legit. Not gonna lie. Uh, I know there were other things, but I was I was gonna write up a whole thing and just record, you know, basically going through your bottom five and making it why it should have been your top five. But why no? Why should have been the top five? Are you kidding? <laughs> I was just gonna show you how wrong you were, sir. But now you've you've got me deer in the headlights style. I'm not prepared. I uh -oh. knew I had things as I was watching it. 
wasn't that was all part of the plan. So my brother saw oh, that no. coming. He's like, well, he knows we have to be, you know, nitpicky, right? And like we, and I guess that's a problem. Like, we can't say that the episode is good. I have my favorite. <laughs> I have my favorite episode of the Pokemon anime coming up. It's episode fifty-six, the ultimate test, where like Ash oh. takes, where Ash takes like the little Pokemon lead entrance, entrance exam and all that. It's my I favorite episode. But I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to like rip it to shreds, and I guess that's part of the, uh, part of the challenge there. Um, no, no, no. I was just messing around. I was more just going to <laughs> try and pick holes in your logical, you know, which, you know, your logic makes sense, and I was going to try and make it like <laughs> li- make as little sense, but still be like, okay, I guess I can see that maybe. Kind it's, of thing. It's, that's where the water pulse came from. It's good to know that water pulse comes from buckets. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, Meowth hadn't mastered it yet. He hadn't been given the actual TM, but he has the ability to learn it. And oh, buckets and, of water. And that's why you know. Onyx is so confused. I get exactly. it. <laughs> He's confused. He hits himself in confusion. That wasn't on screen. They had to take that out of the four kids version Onyx, of it. If you watch Onyx the Japanese land, version. Oh yeah. <laughs> Onyx lands you know. so awkwardly. If you ever like watch it frame by frame. It's like he like he's landing one way and then like in one frame he's like boom back in the other way. It's it's very very bizarre. Anyhow, before we you know keep talking about WTFP and Pokemon and all that, and Buzz is like, I don't know, I don't get it. Um, we do a little segment. I know what an onyx is. Yeah, there you go. Called uh... <laughs> Frox Onyx lost to James's coughing. We don't really need any more explanations. <laughs> um, we're gonna do a little segment called What Are You Playing? That was a little, little music cue there, because it was Wiggles' idea that we need little music cues between segments. So, Aren't you all happy I suggested it? Now this podcast has class, taking it to the next level. Yeah, Seriously. so classy. So basically we're going to talk about the games we've been playing recently and give a little mini review. So Buzz always starts it off with, what are you playing? Well, I finished Back to the Future Chapter 2. Mm. It's a, that adventure game I've been playing, for those who don't know about it. It's made by Telltale, and they're the same ones who made Monkey Island 5. And um, Monkey Island is obviously a really popular old-time adventure series, and they added a fifth to the series. And then they went on to make Back to the Future. And just like with Monkey Island 5, they're they're releasing one episode at a time. There's five total episodes. Episode Mm -hmm. 2 came out just last month, and I finally got around to playing it and finishing it. Um, It's really cool to see the uh, Back to the Future lore be extended like beyond the movie like you're seeing more things happen uh doc is actually voiced by christopher lloyd so it's got that authentic feel and it's just really cool is it new writing and new stories yeah like it's it's, it takes place after the third movie and continues on and adds more to what's happening and like the first weird thing that happens is the delorean returns without doc and your first question is like what happened to the train near the end of the third one (laughs) spoilers for everyone has seen the movie Uh oh and uh you know, Doc's not in it, and just Einstein the dog is in it, and you're trying to figure out what happened, and you have to track, trace him down in history and, you know, solve all these issues that, that crop up along the way. And, of course, it's got more relatives of, you know, Biff Tannen and other characters. Right, So right. if you like adventure games, I strongly recommend it. But aside is, from that... Is it more of a point-and-click like uh, Telltale's yeah. other games are? Yeah. Okay. If, 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 you've, if, if you've ever played... Uh, the Monkey Island 5 game, any of them, it's exactly the same interface. You you use the mouse, hold hold the button to, to walk around, and then you mouse over things, and it'll light up and tell you what it is, and you can click on it and interact with it, pick stuff up, put it in your inventory, use items with things around you. It's that kind of game. It's cool. So 
The only thing I'm disappointed in is if you're a big adventure game buff, like from like before, like you played a lot of previous adventure games, it's really, really easy. Like it's a lot much simpler, a lot less things, you, you, a lot less options to confuse you and stuff. But on the other hand, it's more, you know, that's friendlier towards new people to the game. So mm. it, it's a good game. But aside from that, the other game I've been playing, uh, I feel very ashamed to confess this, but my cousin convinced me to obtain StarCraft II. Finally. I had a, weakness. I, had a <laughs> I, I, I did some contract work in December, and I guess I got a bonus check for that just now. And so I had some extra money, and my cousin's like, we never play anymore, and once the beta ended, you don't play with me anymore. And I was like, <laughs> oh, fine. And so I went and bought it. That's um, right, because you had a you had a beta key and all that. So yeah. I played it for months before it even came out, mm-hmm. and then when it came out, I just didn't want it because I was like, "There's no land play, and I don't really care anymore." And I was just really bitter. And all the things we were angry about on this show. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure they've heard me rant about it before, but mm-hmm. yeah. So I got it um, on Thursday actually, and I've been playing with. It's just funny because like the instant I signed on. Like, all these people were like, oh my gosh, Buzz, you have the game! <laughs> and all like, of South Korea cried. <laughs> yes. Like, ev- everyone that was on my buddy list, my little friend list before, like, they, it, it, it stuck. It kept them there. And more people from Facebook had added me. But, like, um, just a lot of my good friends were just like, oh my gosh, you got the game, let's play right now. And I was like, okay. So, I've had a lot of StarCraft II playing these last couple nights. Um... Especially since uh, Sugar's out of town, so I've just been like here by myself. So I just kind of game it out while I pass time. Mm. But if you don't know, StarCraft Two is amazing. It's a great game. I'm still mad that there's no land play, but I'll get over it. So let's just say it's kind of a big deal. Yeah, <laughs> a little already bit. Had, like bajillions of sales, and so my little protest won't affect them anymore. So I figured, why not? <laughs> at, at Toys R Us, StarCraft II is one of the few PC games that they sell. And like with all the video games they sell in the department I work in, it's like World of Warcraft, StarCraft II, a lot of old Star Wars games. Yeah. Like all the old you know, PC I need to take a Battlefront II and all that stuff. Yeah. Another thing that I think is funny that's just awesome about Blizzard is that they have StarCraft II sitting next to StarCraft One. <laughs> on the shelf still. <laughs> StarCraft 1 is... You know you want to. It's it's 13 years old today, because it came out in like 98. Wow. So you have a 13-year-old game still on the shelf next to its sequel. It's like, wow. That is amazing. Like That's how, that's how good they make their games. And so, yeah. Absolutely. Now, are, are you going through single player? Uh, I will. I haven't yet, though. The reason okay. I got it was because all my friends were like, get it, get it, get it, let's play games, let's play games. So I've been doing multiplayer. I'm not a huge fan of the single-player aspect, but this in StarCraft II, it's like way, way better than the first one. Mm-hmm. Like, There's a lot more stuff that goes on, a lot more better storytelling, and a lot A lot more things. better. Oh, man. A lot more better. Oh, come mm-hmm. on. More better. <laughs> <laughs> I meant to say a lot more and better There you go. storytelling. Those were not connected. <laughs> Well, that's Person. good. It's good. I, I don't think I could ever... I, I just can't play RTS games. It's, it's not my thing. Well, in StarCraft... I'm too white. It's there you go. That, that's the reason. <laughs> it's an unforgiving game. You have to have really... Like, and I'll be honest. Like When I play get on with friends, a lot of times we just kill computers because they don't mm-hmm. want to complain and we can control the difficulty and just have fun. Right. Um, but yeah, if you play against people, you'll 
you you feel really stupid. <laughs> the buzzsaw confirmed for GSL. Oh. He's going. What's GSL? <laughs> I don't even know. That's the, uh, I'm pretty sure that's the StarCraft, like, big tournaments they have over mm -hmm. in Korea. Oh, yeah. Whatever. Fine. I, My joke is too high class for you. you uh, well, yeah. <laughs> At least you didn't say Buzzsaw confirmed for GTL or whatever that is. <laughs> yeah. What yeah. Is, whatever that dumb, uh, I can't even think of the show now. Jersey H. No, I was going <laughs> to. I don't know. Jersey Shore. I don't know. I I try to be competitive in the game, but it's hard. It's mm -hmm. really really hard because, you know, it's one thing in Smash. Smash, you could like look. I could look at stuff and be like, mm, I can do that and slowly learn it. Starcraft, you just you have to be aware of like a thousand things going on at once, and I oh, just yeah. can't do that. So, mm -hmm. ugh. All right, Master WGS. I know what you've been mostly playing. So tell us about that. Yeah. And if there's anything else. Well, all right, let me see. I'll try and dance around the uh, the big topic that we have. Um, as some of you know, I recently got a PS3, so I've been trying to play all those games oh, yeah. you know, that the PS3 has. Air quotes, PS3 has games. Actually, I think we can all get past that joke now. Yeah, now, I, now all, of, all the good well, games come out on all consoles. It has been four years, so. Yeah. <laughs> But I do miss that that web comic where the PS3 is asking a girl at the bar out, and she says no, and there's just a shot, and it says PS3 got no game. But uh, <laughs> it's it's pretty good. <laughs> but uh, I've been playing Uncharted, the first one. Um, nice. I really haven't gotten too into it because Pokemon came out pretty much the day after I started playing it, and I was like, well, sorry Nathan Drake, but you're <laughs> You're going to be on the back burner for a little bit, but what I played of it, which is about a good two or three hours, was really fun. I can see why people like it, but all I keep hearing is Uncharted 2 is so much better. <laughs> so I'm really looking forward to getting there, but I told myself I wouldn't play the second one without playing the first one. And for like a month, I kept going, like I kept asking my friends, you know, is is Uncharted 2 worth playing Uncharted 1 for? And they were like, yes, just get it already. And I was like, I don't, I don't know. I don't want to spend that extra money if I, if I don't have to. I, uh, but finally took the plunge because the store I work at, we dropped the prices on both of them. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, I'm, I'm just going to go for it. And say, so just and get it already and good. get it over with. Exactly. I was like, I, I have to do it. I played that and uh, still playing a bunch of Red Dead Redemption. I love that game a lot. Um if any of you guys have PlayStation 3s and have it, come online with me. I know everyone was joking about how the online is not that good on those games, but it is so much fun. We have this uh, fake game called Extreme Poker, because you can play poker in it. Right. But my Isn't friend that Todd, downloadable just... content, though? Or? Uh, yeah, I think it is. Yeah. Um, but we play poker, and we just make every bet all in, just <laughs> right from the get-go. <laughs> And whoever loses, we all just gang up on him after the game and start punching him. And just awesome. yelling extreme poker into oh, the microphone. <laughs> Video game's gone. And then from there, we go and do things. See, I, I tried to start... Oh, sorry, They're right. The parents make uh, video games... or uh, Video games make people violent. You just, you oh, just yeah. That. Yeah, there you go. What about sexual violence? Like that bullet strong one? <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> Extreme strip poker? No. Oh god. Um, yeah, I, I tried. Play, I tried playing Red Dead for Xbox, and I just didn't get into it. Like, I'm I'm sure it's great, and I'm gonna get back to it. But like, I was at the part it, where like I was riding the horse, and I was trying to like shoot. Riding the horse is so weird. 
it's it does so take weird. getting used to. It takes a lot of getting used to. But mm-hmm. once you do, it feels so comfortable. And I think what that game does better than most other games is it really sets up its environment so well. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not a Western fan at all. Like, right. I honestly don't think I could say I've watched any Western movie all the way through, even the classics. Like, you know, the ones everyone's seen. Yeah, I have and, like, my choice. Is so amazing. Not my choice. Well, Blazing Saddles. Yeah. Blazing Saddles. That's a whole different story, though. <laughs> that, that's not a Western. That's a comedy. It's a Western, Western. comedy. But, um, but like, as soon as I, like, really got into that game, which, like I said, took took a while. It was maybe about, like, a couple hours before I was like, wait a minute, I can s- I see it now. I see why everyone likes this. Um, I was like, I've never watched a Western movie, but part of me now really wants to watch Western movies. And I didn't, because instead I would just play Red Dead anytime I felt like watching a Western movie. Mm-hmm. And, yep. like, it, it just does a lot of things where it sets up environment, and there's one scene, like, I think partway through the game, where they do this musical cue and the way they do it just made me like I had to do a double take and I was like speechless at the game because I was like it just made me feel something crazy and I felt like I was in a movie for the first time ever in a game like you can always have that like it's like playing a movie but like that one made me feel like I was part of the story and what I was doing mattered to the environment and I was like this is really cool never done that before that is a good pitch I might just have to pick it back up then (laughs) Because, oh my goodness, 3DS is in two weeks. Oh, when that comes out, and I'm probably going to be playing Pokemon on it. I'm not going to say your line uh, on the air of what you think were the first thinking of doing with your 3DS. <laughs> but I'm not going to lie, like, it crossed my mind to do that, too. <laughs> I was listening to... Um... I hate to plug another podcast, but I was listening to the Giant Bombcast, oh, and yeah. they are a group of funny guys who talk about video games. They're from and, uh, uh, GameSpot, right? Or originally from uh, GameSpot. I, I think they were, and then yeah. they kind of mm-hmm. broke off into they their, their own company. Thing. Yep. But <laughs> they had Adam Sessler from XPlay oh, on as yeah, a guest, yeah. <laughs> and they were just like, so what's everyone thinking of the 3DS? And that was like the first thing they all said. <laughs> And as soon as they said that, I was like, I never even considered this. I was like, dear God, I hope this thing doesn't have a 3D camera. You'll have to, you'll have to check my Twitter, Master Wuggles, there you on Twitter, go. to to see what it was I said because I will keep this podcast clean. <laughs> keep the it PG. <laughs> um, Scientific term. But yeah, then you, you've been playing Pokemon Black. I can't believe you've been playing 50 plus hours. That is insane. Oh, hold on. I'm going to run and grab my game because it's a lot more than 50 plus okay. hours now. That 50 plus was like a week ago. Oh my god. <laughs> I was going to say, like, I recently, I, I beat it yesterday and, like, I, you know, just passed 30 and I'm on, like, 34 now or something like that. Right, but yeah, you got it. You got it super early because of your Yeah, I, I got it. I got it. I got it on Wednesday uh, because I am a voodoo master. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's see here. Which, by the way, the opening to this game, good lord, I thought I had the wrong game at first. Because <laughs> that whole dude getting crowned. Yeah. Time, 73 hours and 29 minutes. Oh my god. Good lord. That, I'm that kind is of in- ashamed that now that I look at it, I should not have said that. That is intense. <laughs> but, uh, in my defense, I had, like, it was perfectly timed when Pokemon came out because I had a group of days off from work. Nice. And I was just helping my mom out because if, you know, those of you who don't know, she went to the hospital recently. She's doing better now. That's good. But, I'm glad um, to hear. Yeah, but 
Like, she needed help around the house, but she would only need help, like, maybe a couple hours out of the day. So I was just home all day in case she needed me. Mm-hmm. So what am I going to do while I'm at home? <laughs> I was like, well, I got this new Pokemon game. Let's try it out. And I tried it out for a good 70 hours. I think that's but, a yeah, pretty good trial goodness. period. Yeah. I, like I said, like, you know, when I was going, I think this is the best Pokemon game yet. People are like, oh, you're just saying that because it's new. I'm like, well, it's had 70 hours to become not new. And I still think <laughs> That, that's how I felt. I wasn't quite 70 hours. That's how I felt with Justice for All. I had no idea. I never even touched the Phoenix Wright series. Mm-hmm. And my friend lends it to me. And I just played like nonstop for days. <laughs> and he's like, how far are you? I'm like, oh, I beat it. He's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Kind King is coming up right behind me, though. In the chat, he says he's got 69 hours and 55 minutes. Oh, man. Come on, on my heels. heels. Competition? Gonna start playing right now. While I'm recording this podcast. Get <laughs> I played StarCraft like 12 hours yesterday. Wow. And I just yep. 69 playing. hours, 70 hours. That's what I'm seeing, but I'm not far behind. I guess a few more days, and I'll be caught up. <laughs> playing during the podcast, that would be like Samurai Panda. Yeah. Playing Grand Theft Auto, Chinatown Wars during the podcast. Well, he was my hero. So. Like, hang on, I'm in the middle of a Zergling rush. <laughs> <laughs> well, see. Pokemon is like since it's on a portable, it's the ultimate. I can do other things while I'm playing it. Oh, like, sure. yeah, and yeah. that and that makes me feel a lot better about the huge amount of time. And if it was a game where I literally had to sit in front of a TV to play it, mm-hmm. uh, it would probably not be nearly this much because you know I was playing this like on car rides to places. I was playing it in waiting rooms and things like that. Yeah. Like so, there was plenty of time to play it while other stuff was going on. It wasn't like you know. Well, okay, it was like I was obsessed with Pokemon, but still, uh, you know, it, it's not as intense as it might sound. Right. Hey, and we, well, we'll definitely talk about, like, else. the... Oh, sorry, so that's how I am with my DS. I was going to say, I, I, <laughs> it's supposed to be mobile, and you travel with it. And mm-hmm. as actually, I rarely travel and use it in a mobile fashion, like, you know, take it places and play it places. Mm-hmm. Usually, it's like, I have the DS because of the platform and the games that are on it, not so much the mobile aspect. It's like, I'll just sit at home and play games sometimes. <laughs> I play it while watching TV, like, yeah, all yeah, the exactly. time. Exactly. It's playing it while watching How I Met Your Mother, which that show makes me laugh and cry. Dude, that show is my life. I am oh, glad you're into it. that was one thing I wanted to say. Uh, you guys did some sort of How I Met Your Mother joke during oh, yes. WTFP. Yes, you I did. I'm, I'm glad, I'm, I am so glad that someone at least understood it. Thank you. Yeah, I did. As soon as I heard it, I was like, oh, you guys. Uh, <laughs> I see what you did there. Yep. Um, so yeah, we'll talk about our uh, more impressions on Pokemon a little later. We'll tease that a little bit. Um, I watched, you know, last time I said you know, that I played and beat God of War 2. Great game. So then I watched all of God of War 3 on YouTube. Because I don't have a PS3. If I was going to get one for 40 yeah. bucks, like that Amazon glitch back in the day, I would have been playing God of War 3. But... I've got 3DS coming up, so I watched God of War 3. Pretty, pretty epic. I, I think that's that's all I need. You play, you love God of War 3 because of the, of the what was it, the awards show. <laughs> I still want to well, play. For me, and I and I like this because uh, um, another podcast I listened to gave this review for God of War, and it was one of those things that summed up exactly how I like. I really don't have anything against God of War three. I was kind of being facetious when I did the whole trolling bit. Yeah. Um. But 
he was like, I don't understand why people love God of War so much. It is a square button hitting simulator. Mm-hmm. Like, he's like, because really, through most of it, he's like, it looks beautiful. He's like, but as far as the gameplay go, it's hit square or hit square faster. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. no, it, it was kind of like that. But I understand why people like it. And, you know, like I said, I was more just kidding around, yanking your chain. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, God of War 3 is awful. Because really... It, <laughs> oh, goodness. Let's not even go there. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, it looks really good. Videos I've seen, I actually haven't played it myself. Mm-hmm. I was more just going oh, okay. off of... I got you, I got you. <laughs> no, it's it, one button guys come on hey, everyone says smash brothers is a button mashing game it's like yeah you button mash let's see how that goes mm-hmm. <laughs> now, it's it's pretty cool though um i, I i'll just say that i mean because it's it's a totally different experience when you're watching it as opposed to actually playing and experiencing it although there was a part with aphrodite and it was funny that they had to censor it on youtube like you just had to like pretty much take out a whole chunk of it because youtube's like Tisk tisk tisks. We will not allow the showage of boobage. You must censor out and blur. And <laughs> it's like okay. Okay. okay uh, this kind of reminds me of something. Um, how, how do you guys know the game Bayonetta? It's. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a little saucy. Yeah. But um, I'm pretty sure, uh, as far as clothes I know, clothes as like, hair. What? <laughs> or hair as clothes? Yeah. It's it, it's, it's kind of crazy, but um. There were a lot of people going around calling this game, um, oh, what's the word? Basically sexist, but a lot more, you know, mean towards women, demeaning women into things. Misogynist. Thank you. There you go. Sorry. Live broadcast. Can't think. Um, (laughs) But, you know, people were going like, this game is so misogynist. Oh, it's awful. Shows just how bad video game developers are. Like, you know, Japan, such a group of sickos. Like... Meanwhile, these guys are praising God of War and, yeah. you know, and the entire trilogy, you yeah. know, which has a sex mini game <laughs> where literally <laughs> women are things for you to like raise your health or something. Now, Bayonetta focuses on a woman who is a total badass who just also happens to be sexy. I think that is, if anything, empowering women mm-hmm. and. Uh, I don't know. Thought it was a little bit of the pot calling the kettle black. I'm not gonna lie. In, God, in the whole God of War trilogy, you are hard pressed to find a woman who is clothed on top. Like whether it's you know <laughs> actual, now maybe Athena is like maybe one of the only ones. Even to the point where like, indoors. even to the point where like the Fates, like one of like the third Fate battle with like the big gray, ugly everything. Like that that's not even censored. So. <laughs> That, yeah, that is, I would say, that's actually a good, fair uh, assessment there. And I've also been playing, because I have to get some use out of my Kinect, uh, Ustar <laughs> 2. Um, I actually decided to buy the game with a protection plan, so if I really get sick of it after a while, I can return it for, you know, store credit and all that, which is a pretty smart it's thing viable. to do. But um, I think, you know, the difficult thing is setting up my apartment. i got to, like, move the futon back and... You know, actually standing there, and then you have to light it really nicely. But uh, it it was actually a lot of fun. It, it's a pretty pretty fun party game. Um, I saved a video where there was like a, a State of the Union sort of press conference thing, and I'm like standing there and pretending to give a State of Union. I was saying that like I was Ash, you know, out of my ten year old journey and <laughs> throwing some uh, throwing some you know cuss bombs in there and all that. And I was I'm honest, find like a way to upload it and. Show the WTFP people, but uh, 
it's it's a good time if you ever have like that bit of an acting bug in you. So I don't think it, it works as well as it's advertised, especially with some of the green screens. Because I thought we lit ourselves pretty well, and there were some issues with like when you were moving around the. Uh, oh, I knocked my microphone there. Sorry. I was moving around. Phase in and out of existence. Yeah, it was, yeah it was, there was some, like white dots all around and stuff. But uh, it, it's a good time if you have Connect. I don't know. Um, and then, of course, Pokemon. Which apparently a lot of people do. Yeah, yeah I guess so. Uh, and then Pokemon. We'll talk Pokemon later. Uh, headlines. <laughs> March 9th was the third Brawl anniversary, And is it fair to say that, you know... We we you know play maybe normal brawl sometimes. I know Buzz, you sometimes play normal brawl. Mm-hmm. But aside from that, I, I've mostly just moved on to to hacks, and I think Wuggles would agree with me there. Project M, so hell good. yeah, it is so good. Uh, like, you know, obviously, you kinda, I, gotta wait to thank see. Thank you. It's only because of this show that I. Oh, knew is it, it really? Existed. Is it really awesome? Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, I mean it, it's great. Um, you know, Brawl Plus had its time. Brawl Minus is pretty amusing. They had, you know, mm-hmm. Balance Brawl, but that was, you know, poorly mismanaged and all that. Project M is is something special. I mean, when we had the guys on the show, you could tell they were really dedicated and all that. The demo is great. You can see some changes, and of course they have to do more characters and all that, but it's a great start. So projectm.smashmods.com, I believe it is. Go check yeah, it out, and uh, you don't even have to hack your Wii. There you go. Um... But as far as characters, I don't think much much has changed. I mean, people still debate whether Meta or not uh, Meta Knight should be banned in actual tournaments. He's not going to be banned, but you know that you got still haters gonna hate. <laughs> haters gonna say? hate. <laughs> um, I mean, for Project M, I think it has a couple. Like, it still has problems. Like, there are things they need to fix. Oh, but sure. it is like. Like I, I think they're still kind of incorrect in how they're like you know with their balancing. I think Marth is still like, and I play Marth. This isn't me going. Marth is so pure. <laughs> like I think he is. I think he is really good. I think he is still better than most of the cast. And like, but I'm you know giving them the benefit of the doubt. I really haven't extensively super mastered every character, nor have I mastered Marth in any sense. Mm-hmm. So you know this is my not top of the meta game, looking at it, but. Just based on the numbers of you know where his moves hit and how fast they are and where he can hit and all the options he has, I feel like he is you know a good bit ahead of most of the other characters in the cast. Mm-hmm. But I'm willing to you know let them do what they're doing and hopefully they can either you know figure it out or I can realize that every character is better than I'm giving them credit for. All right, um, Buzz, since you play. Normal brawl from time to time with friends and all that. Mm-hmm. Any thoughts on you know how brawl has come over the uh, these three years? It's changing the way people play and the way people pick characters. Mm-hmm. But other than that, it's, it's still the same game. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> like, I'm I've kind of I've 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 shifted away from you know trying to get better and trying to like you know dig deeper into the game and find out what can be done. I just kind of have like you know smash fests with friends. And just kind of relax, so it's kind of I'm kind of disconnected from that community now. But it's it's still a fun game. Like I still love playing it, and I have friends that love playing it, and we just like goofing around. In fact, I, I've even digressed to the point of turning on Smash Balls and <laughs> occasional items just for the sake of the lulls. Just so much as like well, doing player. four person item matches is so fun. Like oh, yeah. that's one thing Brawl is really good with. Like well, I like it better than melee because that's, that's Sakurai. Yeah. That's how we intended it, man. 
As Sakurai intended. It's <laughs> my favorite line. <laughs> no, it's fun. I, I I don't know. Like I I do. I still miss the melee days, and I I have friends that would still play melee, and so we'll we'll bust out melee and do crazy you know technical stuff. But I don't know. I just haven't felt the incentive to hack brawl yet. Mm-hmm. I don't have enough time, an old man. You got a job and everything. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> but now we had to at least make mention that you know the day has has come and gone and. It's weird that it's been three years, but at the same time, it should be longer because uh, it's supposed to be out last December. Yeah, yeah. I remember when a, a rumor started getting out that uh, it would be delayed to March. I mean, we were still on the February date. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I had this person who was like who worked at a, what was it, Game Crazy? Something like that, yeah. Anyway, he's just telling me, he's like, yeah, my, my manager got word that it won't be until March 9, and, you know... I'm, I was one of those people following Smashboards aggressively yeah. and citing sources, and I was like, "Where's your proof, man? Where's your proof?" He's like, "Oh, he has connections with the higher ups, and they have connections with their higher ups, with so connections to Nintendo, blah blah blah." And I was like, "Whatever, you're making, you don't make anything." And, sure and enough, then sad face. Yeah, and then the site. The day it came like, out, until March there 9th. Was... I was like, "What is wrong with you, Sakurai?" What? The day it came out, there was this huge snowstorm in Ohio, and like all the roads were shut off, and I couldn't get to it. But a friend of mine was working, like he was working at, I think, I don't think it was Toys R Us, I think it was maybe a GameStop or something. Maybe yeah. But he he was like he's like they're closing down the store, and we're not going to be open tomorrow. And I'm like, but tomorrow's the day Brawl comes out. No. <laughs> he's like he's like hold on. He's like I got two copies. He's like, but I already pre-ordered mine from another store. He's like, well, I already bought you a copy, so you're good. so I had two copies of Brawl <laughs> because I bought one from my friend so I could get it the day it came out, and I bought I, one like a couple of days later when the snow cleared up. Oh god, I just remember it was weird getting it finally because like I had a friend who obviously <clears throat> digitally imported it like when the mm. Japanese one came out. So I was already well-versed in the game before I even picked it up. So that was kind of weird. But it was nice to finally own it, like, legitly. <laughs> yeah, same, same thing when we had uh, our hookup, Vaseth, in uh, Ann Arbor, and we played the Japanese version. That was, that was interesting. All the characters yeah. sound better. Land the master! Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> and there was no, I fight for my friends. I know. Is it going? Uh, Random crap. Show it up. I think some Pokemon's Pokedex information says it fights for its friends. I think it's Braviary. And as soon as oh, I saw really? that, I started oh, cracking man. up. Oh, God. I was like, I, I, if I knew Photoshop, if only. Make, like, stick Ike's head on there and all that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my favorite picture is still Hurricane Ike. I don't know if you guys seen that picture. Mm hmm. They showed yep. the yeah. you know, satellite map, and they put the hair and the and the sword on it, and they're like, "Great, Aether." Yeah. I like uh, the one that was from. It was like one of the Wobby tournaments, or whatever. And you know, people got updates, and there was one that was Ike just owned some Charizard. And yeah, I think it's like the picture that's you know in the back of my uh, my SMY and Yoko Twitter account, and it's like Charizard's like lying on the ground, you know, in that state of recovery, or whatever. And Ike does his uh, his down taunt. And, like, the sword looks like it's through Charizard, and he's got, like, arms crossed, and it's like, I just own some Charizard. Yeah. <laughs> um, on a more serious note, um, a couple days ago, terrible, terrible natural disaster in Japan, uh, just off the uh, east coast of Honshu in Japan, um, was an 8.9 earthquake. 
Now, I'm, I can't say I remember like what the difference is, but like one point on the Richter scale, I, I don't know if it's like ten or a hundred times, but like it's huge. Yeah, so, like it, a nine it point goes up is, exponentially. Yeah, like, it's insane. I don't remember how you. I don't remember what the baseline is, like what mm-hmm. 1.0 equals, but I just know that it's a big deal with each point. Like it's much harder to go from five to six than it is to go from four to five, for example. Like well, it's I mean, not a linear scale. So I think the more recent big earthquakes were like in you know low eights, maybe. Right. And like this being 8.9 is insane. It, uh, you know, almost at nine. It's just it's like almost ten times worse or hundred times worse, like you said. Yeah. So. Um, it, you know, caused a tsunami. Obviously, that makes sense with, you know, the tectonic plate shifting. Uh, you know, hit the city of Sendai very hard. Uh, they're saying that the death toll might reach 10,000. It's unbelievable and a, a terrible disaster. Why does it cost more to live on the coast again? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> um, People love to live risky. It's that, that insurance and all that. Yeah, live risky the insurance policies. There was even the rumor going around on Twitter that uh, Satoshi Tajiri, who you know created the Pokemon franchise, apparently there was the rumor going around on Twitter that he was dead, but apparently he just fainted at the sight of all the destruction, and he was alive. Um, Which, if you've seen any of those videos, I don't blame him. Yeah. Like, I think unconsciousness is really the only response you could have if you mm-hmm. saw that going on before your eyes. Yeah, but he I is alive. I, I, it annoys me when I see that news. Um... And, you know, Nintendo of America said that, you know, our employees over there, they're all fine. Like, we aren't really affected by this. Now, since we are a gaming news show, like, it, obviously, it goes without saying that it's it's terrible, that disaster. And, you know, give what you can to charity. Absolutely. But as gamers, is it wrong, fair or foul, for us to worry about the the earthquake in Japan affecting the gaming industry? Hmm. I don't think it's a terrible thing just to mm-hmm. have just a mild concern. But yeah, I wouldn't like let's let's make a box of blankets and food and send it just to the game developers. <laughs> like no, no, no. Yeah, like nothing well, like that. But I don't know. I think if that's your priority, like if that's the first thing that came to your mind, right? You might, you know, maybe need to reevaluate something. <laughs> your but, uh, yeah, like you know, if it's. All these people, and then you just immediately go Shigeru Miyamoto. No, like if that was your <laughs> first thought, you know, maybe something's a little off. Like, but caring about them as individuals, like I, you know, I won't lie. When I saw the rumor that uh, Tajiri died, like my heart sank. I was like, I, I really hope he didn't. Like, you know, I've never met the man personally or anything, but like, it would be awful if I find out if I found out he had died. Like, that mm. just wouldn't. You know, it's not like. Just because he makes games, I shouldn't not care yeah. about him. But in at the in same all time, fairness, he be the only we can show concern about. for the we can show concern for these people because unlike I guess just Japanese people in general, like we know these people by name, and oftentimes we've seen them in pictures, and like we know what they do and what they've accomplished. So like, yeah, we have a little bit more attachment to them than just the everyone else, you know. So it's, right. it's fair to have individual concern, mm-hmm. but then like you said, yeah, you shouldn't be like. First thing that happens, like, oh, all the game developers, what happened? <laughs> My Nintendo, no. No. I, I share the same. I, I, this that's isn't a... going to delay the 3DS, is it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would be a little shallow. Yeah. Man, I have to wait another month for the 3DS to come out. Yeah, just like another week. week. Man. Nope. Nah, that, that's, that's very fair. I, I would agree with that. But, you know, we, we had to at least mention that here on the show. Yep. Um, 
So we're going to talk about Nintendo at uh, the Game Developers Conference later, but not, you know, not 15 minutes after uh, Iwata finished his keynote there, Apple was announcing the iPad 2. Yep. And it's, you know, really very impressive. Uh, it's thinner. It has nine times faster graphical capability. It comes with this cover that you have to buy extra for. Um, you know, it's got the really nice... You know, screen that the uh, iPhone 4 has, like the Retina display or whatever. Um, it's got different models, like a 3G and a Wi-Fi model, so you can mix and match. You know, different prices obviously for each, um, and just you know more and more features that are looks you know very impressive. One of the more impressive things was that it's shipping on March 11th. That was a couple days ago, um, but for the time that was really really surprising. Um, you know, we, we can we can talk about you know, you know, portable well, gaming and the it's a iPad. significant event because yeah. I mean, I'll just come out and say it. It's a it's a gaming machine. Like yeah. it, I mean, yes, it does other stuff too. It's not only a gaming machine, but it is it's up there now with you know 3ds and I guess NGP and mm-hmm. you know you know our <laughs> consoles and stuff because game developers are flocking to it. It's a lot more uh, accepting of games from people than it is than Nintendo is and Sony is and stuff. You know, so a lot more people can get games onto it. It's a force to be reckoned with. It's it's kind of crazy what Apple's doing in the market. So, you know, it's something to watch out for. But it also this is kind of a little rant I've had about um, the iPad and, and iPhone in general is that um, Apple has sort of created this rift and almost created a third category of gamers. You know, we've always talked about, you know, there's hardcore gamers and there's casual gamers. Yep. Well, they, they've they actually exposed another group. And to highlight this group, I'll, I'll explain it using a little... People who love big touch screens. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But to, to expose this group, I'll, I'll tell you a little story about World of Goo. World of Goo posted an article about their experience of porting World of Goo to the iPad. Mm-hmm. And they did user tests... like. Even on the first World of Goo, they did player testing. You know, they gave it to people and had the reactions. How hard? Is it too hard? Too easy? You know, whatever. Um, in the original game, you know, they were just like, oh, it's it's a little hard, but it's not that bad. Just adjust it this little bit and it'll be, you know, be- playable and beatable. And everyone was fine with it. When they did the play testing on the iPad, the exact same test, exact same game, but just a new group of people, everyone complained that it was too hard. Like, hmm. this is too hard. I can't beat it. And I've been stuck on the same level for... For a million years, I hate this. This is a dumb game. Don't waste your money. Blah, 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 blah. And they actually, because of how many responses they got like that, they added the feature to skip the level. Wow. There's a button that just says, I can't do it. Just beat it for me and just move on to the next one. And uh, it's kind of tragic that it's it's no longer just, oh, you're either hardcore or you're casual. There's hardcore, casual, and whining complainer who just wants to win 100% of the time. <laughs> Not and, even a gamer at heart. Yeah. <laughs> I.e. Like, Apple fans. <laughs> like, they're, they're approaching it more from a, I don't know, I want to say like a solitaire point of view. It's like, it's not about losing. It's, it's about progressing only. Like, you can only win, and winning is the only thing that's allowed, and losing is offensive, and, and you know, is like, it's really? Like, really? On that. It, that that's the one thing I don't like about it, and I don't like what the crowd that comes with it is just this attitude of gaming, and that's why games are getting easier and easier and more and more accessible, is because of people like this. It's almost and, like a self and self uh, sense of entitlement. Exactly, and and it, to me, it's just like if you can't handle it, you know, don't play it. You know, it, you need to find different games that suit your tastes, like Solitaire. 
but they they want games that are beatable. And if there is any Angry Birds fans out there, you'll know that they did kind of the same thing. They they had the same thing where you can only progress by beating the level, but then they introduced the uh, eagle, where if you if you get frustrated with the level, you fling a tuna can at, or a little, yeah, a little anchovy can out into the level, and a giant eagle comes down and destroys the whole level and kills all mm-hmm. the pigs. And yeah. so yeah, they have they added level skipping to Angry Birds also, and so it's just weird this new mentality of gaming. It's below casual. It's it's further yet. It's <laughs> sub casual. It's I don't you know losing hurts my feelings, and I only want to win. So what what you're saying in Fuzzbox ninety nine makes the good point in the uh, the chat we've got going at livestream.com slash smyn. So what you're saying is that uh, gamers are all about the winning. <laughs> well, you've got to be by winning. They're, they're by winning. When we talked about you know Smash Brothers, and there was the big competitive versus casual mentality of you know oh everyone should win it's a party game versus you know no there should be depth and you should be allowed to win whatever you mm-hmm. know that that was all because it involved you know two people fighting each other or four people fighting each other or whatever but it's like no one complained no one went around saying you know oh metroid prime should give me an auto win button like they just went along and said oh it's too hard they move on to another game mm-hmm. but now you have this generation of gamers just it's not even about people beating them. It's about the computer beating them. It's just like, no, I hate this game. I want to win. They're on a drug. It's called Charlie Sheen. <laughs> It'll melt your face. I got tiger blood. I'm, I'm just waiting for the uh, day when it's like, to earn this achievement, kill a thousand enemies. Or click here. <laughs> <laughs> click. I got the achievement. But you got to do a setting first in the uh, the options. Like, are you this kind of player? Or are you this kind of player? Didn't <laughs> well, they have that? I think it was on was it on Halo Reach where like before you got on to play, it would be like, are you rowdy or do you actually play? Like, are you serious? Like, <laughs> well, and it's like I don't. I totally understand playing games to relax. I'm, I have nothing against that, but a game should challenge you. At least a little bit, you know. You play, you're playing the game to be challenged and to, to overcome something and progress and get to the end of the game. That's not the case here anymore. Now it's just, <laughs> you, do you want to feel good or do you want to feel bad? <laughs> like, <laughs> what, what's your preference for this game? <laughs> like, I want to feel bad. Okay, we will kill you. No. But, I don't know. What do you guys take on it? <laughs> it's making people who don't normally play games play games. I mean... Yeah, it's a first like my, step. My, my dad, I caught him the other day asking my little brother, how do I get past this level in Angry Birds? I think the last game my dad played was like maybe Pac-Man. Mm. And it just kind of <laughs> threw me off. Like, And like my brother like just does it in an instant. He's like, how did you do that? <laughs> mm-hmm. It was pretty good. Yeah, like, I, I, at least they're accepting it, you know? I mean, I think if gaming is ever going to be, you know, worldwide accepted as, you know, a medium that's just not just you know oh it's that thing that nerds do in their basement i think if you got to do that you got to start somewhere and yep. you know nintendo tried that they they are getting a really wide uh spectrum of you know new gamers but there's got to be you know the people who have never gamed except for angry birds or something like that yep. so i think it's a starting point and as far as the ipad 2 goes you know back to get on, to get back onto that um winning um <laughs> I was gonna say, shoot. I just well, feel I have... bad. For, I feel bad for the people who you know bought an iPad. I know a couple people who bought an iPad for you know five hundred dollars recently. It's like, oh, here's a new one, and it's way yeah. better. 
Yeah. Nah, they'll have us when the 3DSi comes out or whatever. Or the 3DS my, Lite. My question is, will people start making apps that are iPad 2 uh, minimum? Mm. Like, uh, as a requirement? Because... They the got the cameras are, in there, too, yeah. Yeah, they're substantially better. In, I mean, even in just in gaming, the graphics are substantially better and faster to the point that, um, that you know, people will... Uh, will make games that are higher end. You know, they, they require more 3D or more of this or more of that. And they may say, you know, oh, only iPad 2 because iPad 1 just does not have the specs. Hey, they, at, they, at least iPad 2 doesn't have glasses-free th- free, uh, glasses 3D. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It, it will someday. After, after 3DS is spread across the world, they'll be like, oh, the 3D iPad! <laughs> I oh, it'll be the iPad. How, can, how can they fit? Oh, gone. No, it was going to be the iPad 3D. Uh, D. They do the next one. That'll be perfect. Yeah. Oh, did you mention the uh, the 1080p output? No, I didn't. I forgot they added that. Yeah, you have a cable that comes out of it. You can plug it into 1080p TV. And then That's... Sony passes on that with the NGP. That's smart. <laughs> I mean, come on. It's, it should be a no-brainer feature. You, yeah, you said it right there. No-brainer. Mm-hmm. And how, how well, my friends were all asking, like, how could they possibly fit this much you know, crazy stuff in an iPad? How can it do this? How could it do that? Which I thought led me to the biggest question of all: Who is really their target audience right now? Like, I feel like everyone, the you know, their their core, you know, Apple fans all went out and got the iPad, and with this you know short bit of amount of time, they've already come out with the iPad too. And really, I'm honestly like tablets in general. I really don't know who they're supposed to Uh-oh. appeal to. Mm-hmm. as like a consumer because I, I feel like for the most part it's like it's kind of like that between ground between a smartphone and like an actual just computer and I understand that it's more portable but I really like I don't feel like I've ever seen anyone walking around with an iPad like you know I don't know how it's to get you bust out my old. iPad yeah like it's it like if it had some sort of like you know cloud hard drive service going with it like i could see that where it's like you know you can have it synced up to your computers in your home and now you just have a cool touch screen to walk around but i don't know the ipad in general and generally most tablets i feel like just kind of seem like i have more money than i know what to do with and this would be really cool to have because it's a giant touch screen yeah well like like i said i have one and i'll tell you like i said it's portable not mobile because you're right you're not going to see people carrying it out and about the only place you'll see it is if someone has a book bag with them, you know, something to carry it actually with. Like you're actually going somewhere and plan to be there for a while. You take your iPad, maybe, but most everyone just uses their phone for everyday mm-hmm. stuff. <laughs> yep. Yeah. But I, I feel like great. it's just sort of like, a example, step around backwards my, from the smartphone. Yeah, around around my apartment, I think the iPad's fantastic. Like it's bigger than my phone by a long shot, so it's way easier to read stuff online. But it's small enough to where I can just, you know, go jump on the couch and then on a whim get up, go lay on the bed, or go if I had to go, go sit on the pot, go sit there and continue reading it. Like you know, it's it's that kind of mobile, and it's really nice for that. It did win out on that form factor, but uh, yeah, uh, elsewhere it doesn't really go anywhere. Mm-hmm. Right. They're trying to kill the netbook. I think that's the thing. Is the netbook came out, you know, the the cheap the cheap small laptop, which is called a netbook for some reason. And then they took a step further and just said, you know, why do we need a keyboard and a fold-up, you know, little computer? Why don't we just go all out and just make it a little tablet that's really easy to use? Mm-hmm. So it's it's a specific, it's a very particular, you know, 
kind of person that wants to use an iPad. You just have to own one. There you <laughs> you go. won't that, understand that's... until you live a day with one, and then you'll understand. <laughs> Walk that's a mile true. in an iPad owner's shoe. Because, <laughs> like, I'll, I'll tell you right now, I was not the kind of person, again, going back to the restroom thing, I was not the kind of person that liked to sit and read magazines, you know? But Read a magazine? Like, I can go anywhere I want and check my email and play games. <laughs> It's not got to be all about confidence when you read a magazine. Exactly. <laughs> um, so speaking of new technology, Microsoft Connect set a new record from the a Guinness, the Guinness Book of World right? Records. Yeah, there you go. Um, so congratulations to Microsoft. They are apparently the fastest selling electronics device with the Connect. Which amazes me, because I feel like when that came out, there was very little like positive press about it. I felt like everything I heard was like, oh, you need so much room in your house. It's mm. so hard to figure out how to set up and find a place to put it. Oh, it's just, don't even bother. Like, I felt like that's all I was hearing from everywhere. And, like, I mean, I haven't really messed with it myself. I've played just, or, yeah, just, or no, Dance Central. I played Dance Central once at, uh, I think Ohio Con, and it was really fun. But like you know, they had this whole area blocked off, and if, you know, if people walked by, it was like you know, you know, they were like, "You're interrupting the signal. You're screwing stuff up." Yeah. So like, it seems like kind of an inconvenience, but at the same time, I can definitely see where like the where the draw comes for it. And right. yes, Kind King is correct. Dance Central is really the only seriously good game I feel like from what I've seen. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't I'm know, sure they sound sunk- like you had some fun with you, Star. I'm sure they sunk a bunch of R&D into it, um, so you know they're hopefully you know, maybe going to make some of it back for all that they put into it. Um, in five months, it's almost sold 10 million copies. That is impressive. What's the, is, what's the install base for 360 again? It's like 40 million? 50 million? Uh, I can't remember the last stat I read. Yeah, I'm trying anyway. to remember. But that is impressive that, you know, given that you have to have a 360, well, I guess a lot of them could have sold with a 362, but um, just thinking in terms of the existing user base, it's like that's an impressive conversion rate, you know, over 25% of your users. According to VG charts, Xbox 360 is at 52.3 million, which pales in comparison to the Wii's 85.6 million. <laughs> that's still an improvement because last... The last time I looked at the stats, uh, Xbox was less than half of a of Wii. So, mm-hmm. But yeah, they're growing. So yeah, I mean, twenty percent almost—that's not bad. So twenty percent conversion rate, roughly. That's 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 good, you know. Because that's the tricky thing about those kind of peripherals is it's, it's like you know you have to have another device to work with it. You can't buy it by itself. So. Well, also, you know, Microsoft's really pushing that you know Connect is bundled in with the Xbox 360 right now. So. I'm not saying that people like specifically decide to go out just buy a Connect, but it it might influence some of them, some yeah. of the, those numbers. Um, would you still consider it a failure? Is there is there any way that even though it set this world record, is Connect in any way could possibly still be considered a failure later down the road? Depends um, on what I can't. You're talking about. Well, if if I knew the exact amount of money put into the marketing and everything for mm. it versus the money they made back from it, right. um, like that would basically be the deciding factor on my decision. Yeah, I, I still think it needs games. Um, you know, it's you know it could be a, a you know success you know 
financially. You know, by by that standpoint, you know, the PSP it's sold a lot of copies, and I'm sure you know Sony's made some of that back. But people still call it a failure compared to the DS because of just you know market share and everything. And the DS didn't really, or the excuse me, the PSP didn't really have that third-party support. If Kinect is just going to be stuck at the games and you know the rate at which they come out, like they are right now, Kinect needs a lot more games. Mm-hmm. Yes, definitely. I think since you know its launch date, it's maybe had maybe just like what I could count on one hand with like five. Just in like the past, you know, month or two, it's been like only two games. It's they, they need more. I don't know. Um, that's what I think. Yeah, no. It's... Well, it's it's a totally new, almost pretty much new platform, with how you're you know controlling it and everything. So it's understandable that there's really not much out for it yet. Yeah. Um, I feel like you know I would have made the argument maybe it would have been smarter to have waited for more games to be ready for it, but. Obviously, it's selling record numbers, so I guess that wasn't too much of a factor. Right, right. And, it depends uh, on developer support, frankly. Like, you know, you gotta you gotta have some enthusiastic developers to say, "Oh, I can think of this game that's amazing," you know, that would work on Connect. But just to compare and contrast, like you look at the Wii and and, and the DS. I guess you could throw the DS in there too. It's just you know when it first comes out, it's a little awkward, and then there's a couple of dated you know tests with the new hardware. And people have to get used to playing games that way. And then over time, they learn how it works. And then, you know, good Wii games started coming out. Good DS games started coming out and all that kind of stuff. Right. Whether that can happen on Kinect is, remains to be seen. Because unlike Kinect, you know, Wii and DS both have roots in, in, in old-style games. You can still play, you know, a, a game that doesn't use any motion control on a Wii. Because you have a nunchuck and you have buttons. Mm-hmm. On DS, you don't have to use a touchpad. You can use just the buttons in a lot of games. There's no touch. Or the touch is just there as an extra way to push options or something. Right. And so because of that, it, it kind of mixes in two crowds and says, you know, oh, we can do this. But Connect is the first one that just drops all that and says, you know, oh, you have to use your body. Well, the game better be really, you know, compelling for me to play. Otherwise, I'm going to opt for a controller game and sit down and relax with something else. Absolutely. So Little tricky. Yeah. Um, we'll see. Maybe, maybe. I mean, it's new. Well, let's wait five years and then see if they have any of these amazing games coming out. Mm-hmm. So I forgot to do a little ditty uh, for the headlines, but now it's time for <laughs> the hilarity of the week. <laughs> and it's uh yeah, it was terrible. I know. Um, we still need to make an actual legit song for that because no it, no it, it, i like i like you just improvising every show <laughs> that way it's a surprise okay all right we'll, we'll see it could be starting here first folks anyway this is the third week where we have decided that you know we're going to pick out one you know headline we've done it in the past but never with with a title we're picking out one headline that we just found to be ridiculous this week and we're going to talk about it this is from, as I you know, teased before, every mom and dad's favorite show out there, NCIS, uh, with Mark Harmon. Lois, <laughs> is it Mark Harmon? That is Mark Harmon. Um, so NCIS, the article is, NCIS writers successfully troll PC gamers and MMO players. Now, la- last time we talked about video games in a TV show, we were all doing well. Pause the game. Pause, pause the game. The, pause the game. <laughs> in uh, Law and Order SVU, 
Uh, this one here is a... I don't even know what the characters' names are. I really do not care at all. <laughs> um... So this uh, this male character is talking to this female character and is saying that like, oh you know you're this tag, whatever. And she's like, yeah. He says, you know, for you for all these MMOs, like, you've got the high, you have all the high scores on all the MMOs. <laughs> and then he like starts rambling on this, you know, really nerdy talk like, the this race and uh, this place and all this stuff. But yeah, you got the high score on MMOs. <laughs> Um, I know Buzz, you had a few choices. Hey, listen, I don't know. We we all know that Buzz now has the high score in StarCraft too. Yeah, so, yeah. really high score. Well, it kind of is a high score in StarCraft if you count the league Shh, record. You're just giving them foot grounds. No, <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> um, oh man, you, you first off, you have to see the video to understand the true pain of this of this uh, yeah. little exchange, but. Um, early on in the discussion, the girl is talking about how, and it even says in the article, 16-core uh, PC, and I need a, she says, I need a 10-meg pipe for all the latest online games. Okay. Uh, uh, if you ever watch 24, just hear their techno jargon and just <laughs> laugh at how hard they don't know what they're talking about. It's like, well, and it's just funny because 10-meg pipe has little relevance on online gaming. I mean... I could sit here for an hour and ramble about the difference between bandwidth and latency, uh, whereas latency is what you want in games. But anyway, um, and then yeah, they talk about how uh, you know, oh, you have all the you have the high score in this game and this game. They made up all these game names, you know, because for copyright reasons, yeah, they just yeah. made them up the show. But like you know, in this game, in this game, and in this game, you have the high score. And it's like really the high score in an RPG. <laughs> What is a high score in an RPG? Like, I really want to just like go to like the writers, right? The right then and there, just like what? Explain that to me. Try try to defend that one. You know, well, it's the game and it's a high score and uh, Pac Man and Galaga and Donkey Kong. You you kill dragons and stuff. You get points, right? Don't you get points? You get points, and you say the highest points is the high score. And isn't there a leaderboard? I have more experience points than you do, Buzz. I have the high score. Uh, hey, 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 that's PvP. Let's see how much your experience matters, huh? Oh, come on. Oh, it's just painful. Point. You have to see it. Yeah, Major well, it Moses is uh, citing uh, uh, dot, dot, dot. It's a good video. If you haven't seen that, Google it. It, um, it, just re- it reminds me of those times where like your parents would walk in when you're playing video games, and they would just do the who's winning or are you winning, yeah, and it's a game yeah. that has oh. nothing to do. <laughs> and you just kind of groan for a second and then you basically you know, swallow your pride and either say I'm winning or you try and explain it to them frivolously <laughs> <laughs> yes mom no, I, I am winning I'm, I'm winning yes well and people need to understand in MMO like I don't know a single person at least I don't that plays an MMO to win or to beat other people I mean unless you're PvPing or something but like it's like you do it for the experience and for the long haul, for the progress. Like it's, I don't know. I mean, some games have leaderboards, but it's just it's painful to see. And if, if you played game for any length of time, you just watch this video and just go, oh, oh. Please. I would have believed that clip if it was Charlie Sheen who was the gamer in question. <laughs> well, like, he would have had the high scores, and they don't in have to like they don't have to go like hire a consultant to get it right. They just go go find a gamer and just say, you know, here's what we got. What do you think? And have him rip it to shreds really quick, and give him a twenty dollar tip for his minute of time, and 
you know, fix it real quick. But they don't even bother. They're just like, oh, this is how all games are. Let's just let's just throw some jargon in there about online play and high scores, because that's all people play games for. Mm-hmm. Is that score? Yeah. I know when I'm playing StarCraft, I don't care about killing things. I just <laughs> I just want that score to go higher. I keep track of how many Zergs I rush, and uh, yeah. <laughs> like when I, I play school. Back to the Future, the adventure game, I really care about points. <laughs> I guess if we oh. throw speed runs into the mix. Yeah, there you that go. That can be a high score to lower oh, your time. It's like golf. <laughs> <laughs> What's the name of the game? Is it called Fear Tower 3? Oh, call. I think so, yeah. <laughs> Sounds legit. Mm-hmm. I think I played that. But yeah, go check it out. It's it's quite a terrible clip. Um, but I don't know. I, I'm still a fan of pause the game. Pause the game. Yeah, that was a good uh, that was a good first one because that one just attacked the basic you know stigma of oh we're all overweight, idiotic, deaf, <laughs> unaware, basement dwelling trolls like yeah. gnomes or whatever. And then this one switches it over to oh it's cool to play MMO games, but you need a ten meg pipe. <laughs> And a high score. Maybe her high score is being the hottest gamer because, like, I mean, not to say like not to say anything like she was incredibly hot, but I don't think girls that look that good regularly she play video games. Those kind of blondes. <laughs> this, is, like... this is a very fair point. <laughs> so maybe lie. that's how she had the high score. Like she just post her picture on these <laughs> online games. They just go high score winner right there. Winner winner. Well, you know chicken it's dinner. True. I played an online game before. It was it was text based. It wasn't a graphical one, but I chose a female character, and you get all kinds of free attention for being female. It's hilarious. <laughs> Not a I could surprise. ask people for for gold in the game, and I'd get it. <laughs> it Pretty kind please. Of I promise I don't have some secret desire to. Be like, <laughs> oh yeah, Buzz. That was the very first thing I thought of you. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. Oh yes. So. I promised people of Show Me Your News an angry rant. I'm gonna, I'm gonna move my microphone up a little bit so I'm not yelling. Kind of so I'm not yelling right into the microphone and blowing out everything. Is is it okay? I, I just want to make sure. I know you guys here in the Skype chat. Go. You know what grinds my gears? <laughs> okay. You know what I hate? Oh, I don't have it with me at the moment. All right. So, it's basically the equivalent of this. Do you know the company, Detel? I don't even know how to pronounce it. Damn. Um, D-A-T-E-L. D-A-T-E-L. Uh, I know what you're talking about, yeah. Detel, Datel, I don't know. Yeah, so I'm going I'm to move it away here. Okay. So, Detel makes what is called Action Replay, which, back in the day, it was called Game Shark. It was, you know, you input codes, and it changes stuff in your game. Game genie. Yeah, back in my day. So, when I first got a DS, and you know, Pokemon Pearl was one of the first games I got, along with a Phantom Hourglass. I got an action replay DS. This was early 2008. And so this, you know, it had like a firmware update. It has like a USB cable that you can, you know, connect to the computer, get updates and all that. So it had a firmware update of like 1.52, whatever. Over time, like, I think I had misplaced the cable a couple times. I found it over time. 
And, you know, I, I never had issues with it because it always worked, even up to last year with Heart Gold and Soul Silver. I like to use, you know, Game Shark for Pokemon, you know, as far as, you know, the IV breeding goes. Like, all I need to do is, you know, have, have fast egg hatching because egg hatching on its own, even with Flame Body, is ridiculously long. Um, you know, I, I want to get a team of Espeons and Umbreons because they only know, have synchronized their ability. So you got to get one of every, uh, every, uh, nature so that you synchronize it. And then what else? There was one more thing. Yeah. It's like a few codes I do that, you know, I, it makes the whole breeding process easier, but it's not, you know, as I see it, you know, like I think poke save, it's like a great tool, but I don't like that. You can go like, I want this species. I want IVs of all 31 and, you know, I want these moves and, like, bam, spit it out. That's my Pokemon. Like, I like to put the effort in all that. So, for Pokemon Black and White, I decided to put in my action replay after I fe- finished the game and uh, get this started. And I, I try to put in codes and then it freezes up. I'm like, okay, let's look on Google what's going on here. Oh, you have to update your firmware to version 1.71 in order for Black and White to work. Okay, um, I gotta try finding this USB cable to hook it up to my computer, which is Windows 7. But you know, let's let's see how this works. First of all, let's see how much a replacement cable. In case I can't find it, go to Detel's website. It's like a six ninety nine dollar, you know, six dollar ninety nine cent cable, eleven dollar shipping. <laughs> so it's almost like twenty bucks just to uh just send a new one my way. I happen to find the cable. Very lucky to do that. I hook up the DS to my computer. I you know find and reinstall excuse me find and reinstall the uh, the software to you know add codes and do the firmware updates and all that and uh, the DS is not recognized when it connects to my computer I'm thinking okay that's that's kind of strange um, let's you know d- let's do some more googling and all that um, it turns out you know the driver is not automatically installed. When you install the program, the, the driver that you know recognizes the DS, mm-hmm. it's not bundled into the installation. It's on the disk, but they don't factor it in the installation and install that already. You, you'd think that would make sense, right? So, okay, like it's on the disk. You know, I try to see if I can update the driver, and I'm on Windows 7, and I can't update the driver. It doesn't even give me the option. And I know that sounds strange, but like I'm going in Device Manager, I'm trying to upgrade this driver, and it won't let me even like make the connection of here's the driver. I want to pair it to this device. Not even an option. What I find out is, in order to update the driver to make my DS and Action Replay even recognizable in the computer, I have to do the process and you know update the driver and all that on Windows XP. <laughs> for the firmware and like the, a cave and for yeah for the device that I have on Windows XP so I, I you know fortunately enough Sword Hunter has a netbook yes a netbook is a very weird word for that kind of computer by the way <laughs> small laptop yeah um, he has Windows XP so I you know put it on there I get the DS to recognize I, I try to you know update it and I realize that for whatever reason. I can't update the firmware to its latest version of 1.71. And I'm thinking, that's strange. I, you know, I just had this huge struggle to 
try to update the driver just to get the device to actually connect to my computer again. So, you know, what the hell is going on? It turns out that there is a firmware update of version 1.60 between 1.52 and this latest 1.71. And the reason is, you know, as I mentioned before, 1.71 you need for the Action Replay DS to play Pokemon Black and White and do the codes and all that. Thinking, okay, so I should be able to find version 1.60, apply that update on Windows XP, and then go from there and apply the 1.71 firmware upgrade. Bada boom, bada bing, I'll be good to go. Well, tell, here's my beef with you. You have terrible customer support. It is the worst I have ever encountered, and if there were another device that did the same thing that your does, you would lose a customer. Unfortunately, I need your device to, you know, continue the for for how as long for how long that I play Pokemon, I need your device. The problem is Detel does not have an archive of past upgrades to their products. Oh. You try looking all over Detel's website. They have yeah, 1.71 and here's how you do it and blah 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 blah, but you need 1.60. Well, do you have an archive of 1.60? Nope. <laughs> so, as part of the period of that, you think, well, how, how do I fix it? Maybe there's, like, on torrents and stuff. Nowhere. People on YouTube had, you know, sent in cu- uh, customer support emails to Detel. And he- you want to know what their response is? I, I want to look it up, but I'm not going to right now. Basically, their response was... You need, you know, version 1.60. If you have before that, basically means your fir- your hardware is out of date. Your firmware will not support it. Um, all we can do basically is say you have to get a new action replay because they have a version for DSi. It plays on your DS Lite. It plays on DSi and all that. Why you need a new one of these, I don't know. But basically they're saying, sorry, we, you know, we can't release the 1.60. You have to get a brand new one. You have to shell out more money. We're not going to be helpful in any way whatsoever. And um, that pissed me off. It really did. I had to go out and, you know, for 25 bucks, get a new Action Replay DSi. I'm going to be playing the hell out of it and, you know, raising awesome Pokemon with a lot of hard work. But, God, like, it's fundamental to have an archive of your past updates. And what is the difference? This does not look different in any way to what the, you know, the DS version was. It connects to the same cable. It... Uh, it it made me furious, to be honest. And I think it's just, you know, the way they handle, you know, their website and their support and how their customer service handled that. Like, I would not buy another one of their products if there were another type. But since, like, they're the only one that, you know, is actually legit as opposed to, you know, going to, like, a R4 or whatever and applying those kind of codes, I don't know. That's... I don't get uh, see, angry that I don't get angry that often. That probably wasn't even you know fury, but it was, and I, and I really tried to keep it PG because like I was <laughs> cursing up a storm yesterday. And my brother and I had a friend over, and it was, I was irate. It, it wasn't. We wasn't live in the it. age of planned obsolescence. Mm-hmm. It's just what they do. Like, and, and you'll see it in a lot of places where they just rather because they make their products too good, they're just like, eh. Let's break it and then sell a new one. But there's no difference structurally between what this was and what their DS version was. 
-hmm. like a firmware upgrade would have probably done everything that it needed to do. It's got the same cable and the same chips and everything. But you don't even have an archive for a, a previous update that you need in order to get the latest one. Maybe it's just me, you know, not checking in and updating it because it worked perfectly fine. But, you know, it's for this game in particular or whatever. See, the lesson learned here, Yoko, is you should just get your IVs the man way, like I do. And what's that? <laughs> Which is just without an action replay. It was a joke. Never mind. Oh, gosh. <laughs> the, man the joke way. fell flat. Real men don't cheat. <laughs> what I'm doing is not cheating. It's just, you know, <laughs> I know it's, it's I'm speeding up the process. I am a fervent believer in modifying what you bought. And mm -hmm. that, and developers and of anything, of any kind of thing, not trying to put in you know, blockades to that changes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's the really sad part. I've got the 70 plus hours in my game. I have not even started my competitive breeding yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, and you got a, what is this thing here? Exo Ryko says, like, right, waste hundreds and hundreds of hours. It's not hundreds of hundreds of hours if you know what you're doing right. Um, you know, it doesn't take that long. The point is to, like, you know, get good IVs in the stats you need, not to have, like, 31, 31, 31, 31, 31, 31. Like, yeah. that's just cheap. Um, he's like doing that the man way, okay. The man way! <laughs> anyway, I want to get that Oh, out. man, if, if this leads into the Pokemon discussion, I can, you know, I kind of had a fury fest when I realized what Nintendo did to the online in this game basically effectively killed the competitive side of Pokemon. Okay, well, well let, let's start with Pokemon then instead of Dragon Age. We'll push Dragon Age 2 back a little. Let's start with Pokemon. I know, I'm... Sorry, Buzz. Buzz, <laughs> wait, whenever, if you want to jump in at all, feel free. <laughs> you yes. be like, I got a Butterfree. <laughs> I caught a Pikachu. I do have a Butterfree. With luck in the Viridian Forest and Leaf Green. You did I that. I people. Um, Pokemon. Yeah, you're talking about the Wonder Launcher, aren't you? No, no, that that'd be fine because you can turn that off. That doesn't matter. The Thank problem is they don't have they don't have six v six anymore online. Oh, it's only three v three. That is awful. Like you can you can do a uh, standard like open, but that doesn't do any sort of level changing. Mm -hmm. Like, which, which that does six v six. Um, and you can have it drop them down to fifty, as in right. you can't boost them up to fifty at all. Mm -hmm. Um. And that, that only does 3v3. And also when you do that, you can't have multiple of the same item and stuff. Like, really, the only way you can play competitively in this game anymore is if you, you know, manually raise everyone to 100. Which, if you have an action replay and you get tons of rare candies, Yoko, well, I guess that won't go. be a problem. Nope. But for the rest of us out here... The man way! <laughs> we're gonna have to spend our hundreds of hours not only breeding this perfect team, but building them up to level 100. <laughs> Alright, guys, uh, it's a new meme. The man way. Count it. Yeah, I haven't yeah, tried the online yet because you know I still got my terrible little DS light, and I almost <laughs> dropped it right there. Um, my terrible DS light only does WEP uh, Wi-Fi connection, and of course, if you have a, a Wi-Fi network in your own apartment, whatever, you got to have WPA or WPA2. Well, the DS light doesn't connect to that, so you know, waiting two more weeks for 3DS, and then I can do all the Online stuff like get you guys as friend codes and Mac addressing. That's too complicated. Okay. I just solved your problem, and you're saying it's too complicated. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, what else? Pokemon Black and White. Uh, what are some of the things that 
you liked about the game? Oh my goodness. Other than what I just talked about, pretty much everything. This game, like, other, like, if I removed the online aspect from it completely, this would be a flawless Pokemon game as far as I'm concerned. Like, there are a lot of the new Pokemons that I don't like as far as their, uh, like, design but i'm okay with that there's going to be animals that i don't think are the coolest looking animal ever that's that's totally cool like this game did everything right like your rival like that like your your two rivals they're they're cool they're fun to be around they have like totally separate personalities so it makes them kind of interesting the dichotomy they show up sharon's annoying Um, though well no Sharon is just a douche, but you yeah. know with that is coming redemption. Like there's mm-hmm. there's no way that they're gonna put in a character like yeah. that who's going to walk out like if the jackass from Gold and Silver <laughs> can change his stripes, yeah. so can Sharon, who's just sort of mean. And Bianca's um, just an airhead who's like, I'm gonna be bodyguard. Bianca's just sad. Like, cause when you battle her, she just goes, I'm weak. I know I'm weak. Sharon and you are so strong, but I'm weak. And like <laughs> Which, when you beat her, this just reinforces that idea. (laughs) You really don't have a point where you go, no, you're strong in your own way. You just beat her in a Pokemon battle, and she cries more. Mm -hmm. But, like, the gym leaders actually do things, which made me so happy. Yeah, Um, yeah. Like oh, you'll spoilers. encounter, oh no, oh no, spoilers! Well, no, I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna <laughs> delve into story details. I'm just. I'm just gonna say that the gym leaders. You often encounter them a little while before you even have to battle them. That's true. And, it it, it is know, almost like you know what it is in the anime, where you yeah. encounter them first, and they're like, "Oh, now we've got a battle." Dun, yeah. Dun, dun. They they play like actual roles in the story and things like that and stuff. And then for those of you who have met him, that end dude keeps showing up, and uh, I is, really like where he went. Cool. Yeah, like, it it worked out great. Um, and, yeah, just, like, all the stuff this game did, it did better than its previous games, and it just did it right. So, as of right now, I hate to call it so early, but like I said, 70-plus hours, really not a new thing to me still anymore. Uh, this is probably my favorite of the Pokemon games as of right now. I still think that title right now goes to HeartGold Silver because... The nostalgia of the originals, and it's just so improved, and I, I really enjoy like the Gen Four system. But like right. this, this is you know, it's right behind it. Um, yeah. Uh, let's see, what else can we talk about? Uh, you, you mentioned the gym leaders are amazing. Who was your Elite Four team? Uh, my Elite Four team here. I got my DS right on me. Let me look it up because I can't really remember. I know Imbor was my strongest. Oh, let me and do that too. Yeah, he was. I know. Fire I, up I the walked out of there DS with the DS of DS's. <laughs> of beauty. Yeah, it's got. There we go. Phantom Hourglass. Make it a little more manly. There we go. All right, that makes it okay. Yes, I agree with you, Exo Ryko. Your starter should always be your strongest. Always. <laughs> I don't know why, but I, I always have that. Like, as soon as I see someone level up one level above my starter, I'm like, oh, hold on, gotta go grind my starter till he's higher. Uh, I pretty much, actually, I take that back. I've basically got the exact same team now that I'm kind of going through the post Elite Four stuff. Oh, really? Uh, with as my Elite Four team. I had, I, I just want to look it up so I have the levels. So you can so have you a picked big idea. to start. I did start with Tapic because. I've started every game on my first playthrough with the fire type, and like for a while, I was like, I really like Smugleaf's design. I you know really kind of think I want to use him, mm-hmm. but 
as the game drew closer, I was like, I cannot break tradition. I started with Charmander back in the day and have never looked back since. Hmm. All right, go to um, First game clear. Here we go. Completed it on... <laughs> I love how... This, this game came out on... Did it come out on the 6th or the 8th? Yeah, it came out on the 6th. 6th? I completed my first adventure the day the game came out for the rest of you guys. Wow. <laughs> um, yeah, I had... Oh, yeah, good. It does let me go through. I have my Embor, and none of my guys have t- have nicknames because I wanted to actually learn their names. Oh yeah, I mean, me too. Like you gotta you gotta learn the names. Yeah, like normally I nickname everything because mm-hmm. I I feel like if you don't, you are just calling out. It'd be like calling your dog dog. <laughs> um, but I had my Embor level fifty three. I had Galvantula level forty six. He's the electric spider. He looks yep. really cool. I had Beartick the polar bear Bear-tick, level fifty one. Yeah. Um, I had Verizian, or as I like to call him, Verizon, the grass-fighting yep. legendary. I just uh, caught him today. 49. Oh, man. I accidentally stumbled upon the steel-fighting one. Like, I was just kind of exploring and going mm-hmm. around. And as soon as I saw him, I was like, I need the rest of them. I yeah. need to have all. Uh, Archeops, or Archeops, the ancient bird thing, mm-hmm. level 50. And it has Reshiram in there right now, because uh, story stuff happens, and he right. kind of needs to be there. But uh, I also had Seismitoad, the water ground thing, and I think he was like 40-something. By the way, it's, it's not a spoiler. I did not like that they put that in your first slot. Yeah. Did not was... like that at all. Yeah, um, it, it threw me off. Um, let's I see who I had. I had Samurott. Uh, well, I'm, I got them, you know, what they are now, but they were, you know, just under... Level 50 when I challenged the Elite Four. Uh, Samurott, level 53. Crocodile, level 52. Love that guy's sound. It sounds mm-hmm. like an electric guitar. Yeah. Uh, Chandelure, who is the final ball form of the Ghost Fire type, level 50. Uh, Runiclus, who is the white version of the psychic character. Like the the green dude who's got the little guy in there with the arms. He's got such special attack power. Yeah, yeah, he does. I just but... evolved one the other day to get get it on my Pokédex, and I looked at its stats, and I was like, "Holy crap, this thing's like level 40, and it's already got triple digit special attack." The speed, not... though, not so much. Yeah. Um, Zebstrika, level 49, who does have speed and more speed and some more but speed. Oh, no defense! I had that guy for a yeah. while. I replaced him with Galvantula. Mm-hmm. And then I have Vanillux. I know after all the ice oh, cream talk, after so bad, but after all the ice cream talk, I have a Vanillux, and his stats are pretty high and widespread. I think I read that he's like one of the highest, you know, overall stats uh, for an ice type, except for Lapras. Doesn't surprise me. So like he's pretty good. He's level forty nine. Yeah, I started raising a Vanillite, and I was like, man, this is tough, like, because he just kept, he, oh, like, yeah. he felt really frail in his mm-hmm. early days. And I was like, man, I don't know. Like, and I was just like, I kept going back and forth, like, do I really want this? I love the idea of having ice cream on my team. Uh, <laughs> does does Beartick learn Ice Beam? Beartick is a physical attacker. Yeah, so I thought, so he and, probably wouldn't. He Well, he can, like, I don't think he learns it naturally through oh. level up, but, um... But he gets this move called Icicle Crash right when he evolves. And mm. it is, the, I'm, to my knowledge, the strongest physical ice attack. Mm. And it is crazy. Like, it's not very, like, um, like, I don't really think it has any special qualities other than just being really strong. 
its accuracy isn't super great, but um, it's hit you know pretty much every time I needed it. Like yeah. uh, in the battle against the legendary dragon, it is mm-hmm. what saved me yeah. because I was just like boom. Icicle crash and that you know super effective on dragons and that crazy yeah. high attack stat he's got was all I needed. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, once you know vanillaite or vanillox or wherever it's at. No, vanillish is the second form. Oh. When he learns ice beam, like it's game over for like all the dragons. <laughs> like it yeah, is... I got my ice guy right as I came into the dragon uh, place, and it was great because he came in as his first form, really low level, because I got him from the trade thing, mm-hmm. which. By the way, if you're ever having trouble in this game, those of you who are playing through it, Lucky Egg, global, well, Lucky Egg and Global Trade Center, like or Station GTS, mm-hmm. GTS, yeah. Combining those two things gives you the power to break this game with ease. Like I think the Archaeops I had and the Bear Tick, I think both of those were traded over, and they grew so fast. And throwing that heart or that heart, uh, Lucky Egg, uh, on them just made it so good. Like, I walked in with Cub Chew, the first form of Bear Tick, mm-hmm. and the dragon thing, and I just had experience share on him. And then, as he, like, uh, uh, um, as we went through, he leveled up and everything, and by the time I got to the gym leader, he took the gym leader on by himself. Wow. Like, and won. Like, so he came in a baby and walked out a man. It was <laughs> pretty good. Wow. Um, I already used my Master Ball. I used it on Zekrom because... I was I was at a point where I didn't know if I was uh you know weak enough you know so I, I didn't really save all that often right and well no I did save before Zekrom but like when it gets to the point where like you know you're gonna have a battle right after and then you probably gonna have another one like <laughs> I, I just wanted to get it over with like I can you know save just before all the other legendaries and just like whittle it down there um. I held on to my Master Ball because I hate those wandering Pokemon. So I caught, I think Tornadus yeah. is the one in my game. I caught him with the Master Ball when I first encountered him. I was like, I'm not letting you get away. That's a good point. I'm not going to chase you around. And then I'm like, I'm going to have an action replay. So if I need to get like one more, eh, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, Cheater. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Um, one of the more, in, I mean, you can talk about the bridges all you want. Like, the camera movement's the great. beautiful. Yeah, that's yeah. great. I love how the camera moves around when you're... The cinematics? Um, what, the cinematics? Yeah, like... Wow. Like, when you're battling is good. Uh, my one complaint would be I wish they would have given every Pokemon, like, an attack animation. Like, something it did when it used an attack. Yeah. Because kind of just stopping the animation where it is when it uses an attack doesn't look that great in some spots. But it worked out perfectly for one. I think I was fighting, um, I think it's scraggy the first form mm-hmm, of that yeah. weird dark fighting thing and like he pulls up his pants or whatever he's got <laughs> like really high and yeah. then he lets him go and throws his arms in the air and he did that as he did like a rock slide or something and it looked perfect and i was like awesome. if they could have just had it always time it out like that it would have been great it'd just be like a few more you know sprites in there like what's what's the big deal yeah. um what? did you ever go back to the ferris wheel after you beat um the electric gym leader. No, I did not. What, there what is. Happened? Oh gosh, how can I pull it up right now? Basically, I think I've heard rumor that something happens there, but I'm not sure. Like, I think, like, I don't know if like a female it's... trainer asks you to ride the. Yes. With... Yes, she does, and she basically says, you know, on the ride, and you know, she's she's kind of crying. She's sad, and she's like, "Do you mind if I sit closer to you?" 
you know, please, uh-uh. just on the way down, just stay. And for, for Japan, like, that is about as romantic as you're going to get in a Japanese RPG. Like, sit closer to me, stay with me. If you if you even play Persona 3, like, you know, like, that's pretty much as far as it goes. As far as, you know, what goes on. And I'm like, I had to tweet on, like, the WTFP Twitter, like, implied romantic that. relations in my Pokemans? No, I wonder what happens if you play a female. That's true. Like, <laughs> it's will... a dude, it's like, come on. Come Sit on. closer to me. <laughs> I lost in the gym. Uh, or you get a girl and really weird romantic uh, implications ensue. There you go. That'd be that'd be bizarre. You're ten years old, and I need another hey, girl to sit you're, you're you're older though. You're you're older than ten years yeah, old. Yeah, that's true. You do seem older than ten years old. Do they strictly say any age in this? Or I don't is, think they the, say a specific age, but yeah, it's implied that you are older. I don't know if it's like thirteen or fifteen or sixteen or whatever, but yeah, you're you're eighteen. What? No way. I don't think so. That is, that is too young for eighteen. Kind King, you are speaking out your teeth. <laughs> Liar. I would agree with 15. 15 makes sense. It would. Um, oh, gosh. I'm, I know there's there's so much to say about this game. Uh, the last boss, real oh, tough. That one I, Pokemon I really that he has that is level 54 has an unbelievable moveset that counters pretty much everything you can throw <laughs> at it. Holy oh man! Crap. I had to. I, curse. I feel bad because I kind I kind of breezed through that fight. I'm gonna need to look up the the mm. last bosses of Pokemon to know what you're talking about, so we don't so we don't spoil it for the kids yeah. at home. Yeah, I had but to I, curse. I did to love that last beat. like like that whole sequence of events there right at the end. Like I was I was oh, excited. Yeah. yeah, it was it was really nice. I mean, I had to use like items like crazy. I had to curse to uh to beat it <laughs> on my Chandelure. I like barely got it. I like hung on like ten. HP, and then I got off like a curse, and that was finally what I did it. But oh man! Oh, you used the move curse. I thought you yeah, were yeah. saying like you were oh, cursing no. when you were battling. Oh, 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 oh. I was like, I don't remember it being that tough. Oh, also when I was like, you know, I was late raising my lampent, which is like the form before Chandelure against uh, Sharon, and Sharon had a you know super superior at this point. Um, isn't Willow Wisp's accuracy like really high? Yeah, something like that. So I start out I with Willow. I, I would start. I'd start off the the battle with Willow Wisp, and you know I I use it once. It misses. Or I'm sorry. It avoided the attack. <laughs> kind of weird. Um. So it avoided my first Willow Wisp. It uses Coil. I'm like, all right, whatever. I'm gonna use it again. It missed again. Coil. I oh no! Willow His stats are going too high. Missed it. It coiled again, and then it went and destroyed my entire Sweet team. Fest. One shot, sweeping, and I, I had to shut it off. Unfortunately, I had saved pretty recently because, you know, even though we, like it's after every battle, you should know that, you know, Sharon's going to battle you soon, but, like, it's always a surprise. Right. Um, but, yeah, yeah a, a superior up, like, oh, it's you. Uh, it, was, it was not fun. Um, I don't think, until I got to the Elite Four, like, and I hate... I hate to sound like I'm so good, but I I don't think I lost a battle mm-hmm. like until I got to the Elite Four, which I, think, I did my usual thing against the Elite Four, which is just keep losing until until I, think, I can finally. I think that beat was him. the only one that I lost. Yeah. Oh, okay. I see the Pokemon you're talking about now. Um, yeah, my Bear Tick. 
beat him with very little effort. Really? Like he just he just kind of stepped in and was like, "Hey, what's up?" Because I think I think he hit him with something, but Bearchick is also pretty bulky, so he he got hit really hard, but he survived. And then just icicle crash. I think one of them took him out because his attack. Does it does it say the move set of that Pokemon? No. Or wait, yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah. What, what's that uh, move set? Let's see. The move set we've got is a Dragon Pulse, Surf, Fire Blast, Focus Blast. That's what it was. He used Focus Blast and missed. Yep. Okay, he like, missed. Yeah, see, he focused yeah, blast yeah. my Vanillix, and it was down. Ah, uh, okay, yeah, that would do it. That's an incredible move set. It's oh, oh my gosh. And that thing has good special attack too. I've looked at its stats. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I got pretty lucky to to get through that, especially with like how under. I mean, it wasn't terribly under leveled, but it. My Pokemon could have used a few more levels, to to take on that whole. You know, story, but it it was worth it. Um, yeah, I, I want to kind of try wrapping this up because I know Buzz is probably like yeah, just sitting over there or something, and shoot uh, me now, <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> um, one of us, one of any any other things that you wanted to mention because you are you are the guest on this episode. I'm trying to think, I know I had like a whole litany of things I wanted to talk about, but as time went on, I forgot exactly what they were. Um, don't worry. Yeah, yeah, it does. Uh, don't like. I went in with the. I did not like how any of the new Pokemon looked. I went in going like, all oh, the starters look stupid. All the da 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 look stupid. Like mm-hmm. I thought Smugglyf looked cool, but for the most part, I was like, all oh, these new Pokemon look awful. And as you know, childish and maybe just pure. I love Pokemon. It sounds when you see them actually moving in battle, like. I loved all of them. Like it every Pokemon, even yeah. if I thought it looked stupid, I was like, I want to have it. Mm-hmm. So go in open-mindedly and willing to like, you know, when you see them moving around, I feel like that genuinely adds a likability factor to them. Cause it seems like they're actual creatures now, which I did not expect. Buzz, I have a question for you actually regarding mm-hmm. Pokemon and a change that they made in this game. You know how early on you were hit with, uh, with poison Mm-hmm. And you had to go get Obamacare? Yes. <laughs> what if I told you that in this game, when you're poisoned, you don't take any damage outside of battle, breaking rules that have been pretty much in place in the entire franchise for the 13 years it's been here in America? It's hard to balance because, like I said, in Final Fantasy, it's the same thing. Where if you get poisoned, you get outside the battle and you walk around and you take damage every step. Mm-hmm. And so... To hear that change, obviously, is like, oh, yeah, I don't have to worry about it anymore. But, again, it's one of those steps in that direction where it's like, really, you're dumbing the game down just because mm-hmm. a few people complained. Yeah. And, yes, I like to complain about it. But at the same time, I don't mind it because it's part of the game. And I, mm-hmm. I, I take it with it. I take the good with the bad. Um, like, you and, again, same with Final Fantasy. I don't know if you heard, but in Final Fantasy 13, 12, I don't know which one. Anyway, they made it so you heal completely between battles. Yeah. Like they just took yeah, out I heard the whole, about that. They took away the whole attrition aspect. You don't get worn down. You just as long as you survive the battle, you're fine and you can just move on to the next one. So yeah, it makes me happy. I'm like, yay, no more poison. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm not right. don't simple the game down. Keep it hard, keep it challenging. Yoko, I'm gonna I'm going to message you something on Skype and I'm gonna see if it happened for you too, because like Three out of the four of my friends who have played this, it all happened to us, and I don't want to spoil oh, interesting. it. Interesting. 
Okay. Uh, and I want to see if like there's just a like natural like does it always do this because of the typing situation it brings up. Okay. Uh, let me see what you're saying. I did not have that happen. Really? Because, huh. because he was his uh his last stand. Really? That's so, what happened to the other friend, the one who didn't have it. So now it's fifty fifty. Interesting. Ooh. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, people in the live stream are like, just spoil it. <laughs> Someone has a Pokemon who can make itself look like another Pokemon. There you so go. So far, both times, uh, for me and my friend, uh, it looked like the same Pokemon, and it fooled us both. But it worked out because both of them have the same weakness to fighting. So <laughs> we, we both drilled it with fighting and killed it in one shot. And I was like, oh, I thought that thing had better defense. And then I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> and now you're dead. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, he was he was his last stand. So it just came out. Especially not, no no illusion, whatever. I'll, I'll, let's talk about the music. Holy crap. Okay. The music. Um, um, I love the tunes, but I feel like the instrumentation wasn't that good. I like, agree. Because um, it, it felt like it was a step down from Hardcore Soul did. Silver. Good. We, we okay, talked I'm about this the, the first day it came out. Yeah. I good. I, I feel like like I know I said this to someone, and they were like, "What? You're crazy. The music sounds great. Like, totally sounds better than all the previous games." I'm like, no, I I really don't think so. Hmm. But I'm mean, not alone. In this. The tracks though are. I, I love the team plasma battle theme is one of my favorites. I, I would say, and it's kind of you know, uh, it's unfortunate, but the only track I really don't like is the general trainer battle. Like I feel like it starts mm-hmm. off really weird. When it builds up, I think it's okay. Yeah. But just that <laughs> how it starts is <laughs> like it got me every time. I was like, that sounds really ugly to me. I don't like the uh, you know, the wild Pokemon. Music like when you get yeah when you get into it you get used to it like when it starts like down 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 do 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 yeah like not, not a fan <laughs> um what else oh um the location in which the final <laughs> part takes place with That's like really all the good. organs and the choir great when you go the into face. that one. That one room where there are a bunch of toys where a yes. certain character grew up, yes. I got genuinely creeped out by the music. Like, I was like, I want to get out of here. I don't want to be in this room anymore. Harry Potter creepy. Yes, very. Okay, let, let's be honest. N's theme is Harry Potter. It it's is. Hedwig's theme. Like, clearly that was the inspiration. Um, which, speaking of which, just in in general, like I don't want to spoil things, darn it. But like, <laughs> he is like he is a creepy character. Like, like I got like chills when he would show up in places. Yeah. Like I was like, oh man, like this, like I'm I this guy worries me. Stuff and, is like, going down. <laughs> like I think it was in the the one electric cave or whatever. I don't think he battles you there. Like I know there's somewhere where he shows up and he doesn't battle you, and uh. But, like, just him being there, and he, like, says really creepy and, like, foreboding and dark things and walks away. And, like, I hadn't realized it, but as soon as he left, I, like, left out a big breath. I was like, oh, my gosh, I was holding my breath when I was talking <laughs> to him. Pokemon has never done this to me. Yeah, like, when you were on the Ferris wheel with him, it's like, just so you know, blank, 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 blank. By the like, way, oh, that was oh, so, okay, geez. that made me laugh, actually, because yeah. it was so ham-fisted, like, <laughs> plot. <laughs> I was like, oh, <laughs> 
that feels like something they would have saved for the very end. I mean, I guess I'm grateful that they didn't, you know, try to do it all there, but instead they just did it all in one spot like this. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Um, Elite Four music, pretty cool. The tranciness. I didn't like the Elite Four characters. The like characters, the actual, I would agree. The actual members of the Elite Four, I did not find them memorable. Like, honestly... Although... Uh, what, spoilers, the psych- there's, the psych- there's one Elite yeah, Four that's dark type, and he's cool because he reminded me of Dracula because he wears a cape. Yeah. And yeah. when you go up to where you fight him, uh, like he gets fire popping up as you're walking up or as you're being taken up to fight him. The psychic yeah. girl reminds me, if you've played uh, um, Ace Attorney Investigations, she reminds me of the girl who has you know the teddy bear and she's always yawning. I can't remember her name. Oh, but but the Elite Four, one thing they changed that I loved, and I'm sorry if you think this is a spoiler, but it's so good. You get to pick which one you fight. Yes. Like you get like they put you in a room with four doors, and they basically go pick which one you want to fight. And they're all the and same set, level. Yeah, like that that made me so happy because that made more sense. Like the Elite Four is supposed to be the four best trainers. It never made sense to me that they got better as you went on. They should have been like four. All really good trainers. Just the whole so, endgame presentation was so well done. Like when you got to a certain presentation was really <laughs> well, well this done. Is true. We're being but, but when you got to a certain point and you could oh gosh, I'm well, let's let's try to do this carefully. When you got <laughs> no, to a certain point and you could talk to a grunt and he took you somewhere, that yeah. was really, really, really smart. Yeah, that like, was in very case good. you weren't, you know, good enough. Well, he also there was another grunt who would give you an ultra ball just yeah. in case you needed it for later, <laughs> in case you encountered something, <laughs> something. later. <laughs> uh, oh, and did you the the one grunt who talked about Team Rocket and uh, Team uh, Galactic? Yeah, that made me happy. Yeah, because he was like there there were other groups that tried to succeed in you know, do things but they were too like you know up front and da 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 mm-hmm. i was like yes some sort of canonical yeah you know reference here um what about the whole idea of like morals and like what team plasma was trying to do i really really like the idea i think it could yeah. have gone further but i i really uh i'm not gonna spoil it but i really hated how Team Plasma kind of went towards the end game. Yeah. Like, because I felt at the start it was so good. Like, I was mm-hmm. genuinely like, man, maybe, like, like you know, you knew that they were going to be bad guys. You it, knew it was that was cliche, but it was a good kind of cliche at the beginning. It, it, w- it was one of those where I saw it and, like, I was like, I can't believe they're doing this in a game, you know, for being honest, designed for children. Like, <laughs> the way, they, like, you know, they're aiming you know this whole throwing your morals into really is what you're doing right like when i think n kind of shows up and says uh trainers say they battle pokemon to bring them close to their pokemon Mm -hmm. and he's like but really all it's about is winning and i was like oh my god i know that's how i am this game is is pointing its finger at me also four words that i hated as far as the story went i i mean we yeah, that dude. Also why do so that? It God, that, it's it spoiled the ending. I, I mean, I, you, you don't even have to like get to the ending and like you know what's gonna happen. Oh. Yeah, that that was sad. Um, yeah. like like I said, after this, maybe we just need to have a spoilery discussion for yeah. people to hear. 
Uh, it'll be all like, the kids who have not played it can a leave. Separate special that will get you back on later. <laughs> um, yeah. Let's see. One more thing I wanted to say. Oh shoot. I, you know, the right. whole choice of black and white. Like it seemed really weird at the start, and you're like, haha. But then when you go through it, M&M, and then when you yeah, when you play it, like, oh, it makes sense. Like this, this is like the best naming of a Pokemon. Yeah, that ever. it was perfect. Which is why I really hope if it like well when they do a third game gray would not make sense i hope it's something almost like not even a color but in a sense of like something introducing both concepts which i know gray kind of sounds like it would do that but that just sounds really weird but i don't know was i, I think gray should not be the title now anything. since i was playing white my character was supposed to be on the side of ideals now was was yours on the side of truth that you played since you played black yeah yeah that's so uh, interesting it, it, yeah, it said it said um, the such and such brother sought ideals without thinking the considerations of others and da 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 da, and then like with mine it was you sought truth, you wanted yeah. to get you know what actually mattered. That's and I was cute. like, that's so cool. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, mine oh, was. Oh man, they could blow pretty... everyone's mind and just call the third game just Pokemon with no color, <laughs> just there like. <laughs> um. Let's really try to wrap it up because you know Buzz yeah. is now like could have taken a shower and like a be all done by now. Went um, to wake up, Joker saw just so she could make sounds to the microphone. There you go. <laughs> Get her attention. Oh, is that the chips? Got the chippies? Um, but yeah, it's it's great, and we'll have to have a a full spoiler discussion when more people have played it and actually beaten it, and okay, we'll feel fair. bad about be like. Well, this place and this thing and this guy. <laughs> when someone does something at some place, oh man, it's the best. <laughs> it's so good. Um, and on that note, Dragon Age Two. Um, <laughs> I, I I tried playing Dragon Age, and after playing Mass Effect, and you know all that, you know the shooter is you know very fluid and in real time kind of thing. Never ever liked the whole MMO style of it where it's like you're butt mashing and the attacks are delayed and all that. I know it's kind of like, I know it's kind of like Bioware and, you know, KOTOR is kind of the same way where you're like, you press a button to attack and then like, oh, your character goes and attacks, but it's not real time. I'm not crazy about that. Real time turn based. Yeah. When it's like, it's disguising itself as real time, but in actuality, it's more turn based. Well, yeah, because in Dragon Age, I'm pretty sure... You can can you like you can stop it, queue a bunch of stuff up, and then mm-hmm. resume to get yeah. the get the fight just right. Right. Yeah, it's it's turn based. It just has a real time fluidity to it. So, mm-hmm. but Dragon Age Two, you know, I, I've seen reviews. It's like, oh, it's more of an MMO in in this game. And, you know, they toned it down a little bit. Um, not gonna lie, I you know had to look up you know what the the love options were. Cause it, it, it's, it's a Bioware game. Like you gotta, you gotta be curious. You know it's coming. And one was like a pirate girl, and she's like, "Oh, we're just using each other." And then one's an elf girl, and like, it's like, "Oh, are you sure you want to be with a human?" And that article uh, Kotaku was hilarious because they talk about romance and video games and how awkward it is. Oh yeah, oh, especially like, in Dragon Age, it looks it looks weird. Yeah, like movies, they've got it figured out because it looks real, it looks genuine, it looks organic. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> whatever video game characters go at it, 
It looks like two mailboxes clanging it's into like, each other. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly that, that quote. <laughs> um, but, you know, Bioware does do the, the choice of, you know, pursuing a homosexual relationship. And if, you know, that's if that's your prerogative and that's your choice, like, it's it's a, a good option instead of always having to, you know, play the whole male-female role. So, you know, you, you have to, you know, commend Dragon Age for, like, at least that that option if that's, you know, what you choose to do. Um should it be your prerogative? Yes, I'll, I'll leave it at that. Um, aside from that, like it's it's getting you know pretty good scores, but I, I I hear that you know it's it's rushed, and you know you hear like the the composer to the game said like, oh yeah, like after the first one we like immediately start on the second one, and EA really wanted us to push it out, and you know that's that's not how games should be. That's how EA is though, unfortunately. That's also how Activision is. It's all the big companies. Everyone I've talked to, and I know this is just anecdotal, not statistical, but just everyone I've talked to says that it just really disappoints and falls short of the first one. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not a fan of the first one, so I can't really judge either way, but um, just people who were fans of the first one, they have all said, like, oh, it kind of wasn't what I was expecting and not really what I liked. So well, It was also an interesting choice because the first game you had a silent protagonist, and in this one, you know, you have a noisy place. protagonist. Well, Grant, in the first game, you you got to pick your own voice, which I thought was really cool when I got to fire it up. But then it was only, like, little things in battle, little quips and all that. And, you know, this this character has, you know, one set voice, but he actually speaks his lines instead of, you know, Yeah, it's, it's kind of like Neverwinter Nights, yeah. which they also made, so. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's if, if you're an RPG fan and you like the first one, at least give it a try. Um, Let's see. We got the... The big end. was on Nintendo yeah. at the Game Developers Conference, and uh, Satoru Iwata had the keynote there, which what seems like seems like he's had it the past few years, which is great. Um, but you know, Nintendo, of course, they also use that platform to announce stuff about their company and not just, you know, Iwata's point of the whole speech was like, oh, it's 25 years of gaming. Here's how far we've come. I'm going to show you a picture of me and Miyamoto. Ha, 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 ha. Now let's talk about 3DS <laughs> and how we're revolutionizing stuff. So the first thing was, you know, no shocker at all. Uh, 3DS will let you play Netflix in a summer update. Woo! That is great. Yay! Especially if you have 3D content ready for it, which I... That's, that's what I was getting ready to say. Like, I don't think they've confirmed in any way that uh, there would be 3D movies on there. But if there is, that will be where I'm... Well, no, I take that back. I did see Tron in 3D. I was going to say, that'll be where I see my first 3D movie. Uh-huh. I disagree. I think 3D movies are a sham and a waste of time. Not going to bother. Well, if, it's on, if it's on the DS, I think it's cool. Or if it's in a theater, I think it's okay. For home entertainment, no, it doesn't work because you don't like you don't get that immersive feeling with the DS. Like you're holding it close to your face, more than likely. Like if you're, from what I understand, where it needs to be for the 3D to work, it takes up a lot of your vision. Like when it's at your house, like there is a lot of space that is not the screen. When you're in a theater, it basically takes up your whole vision. Like it, it immerses you when you are in a theater, and it makes sense to me, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, it's. Really nice feature. Um, yeah, it says, you know, this summer. Um, so we don't know much more than that, but still, really nice feature. Good to, ha- good to know. Um, this next story was 
one that I really found interesting. Not only was it going to be you know Game Boy and Game Boy Color games for the eShop, but you got Game Gear, mm-hmm. TurboGrafx 16, which you know those those are good additions in their in their, on their own. The eShop will also feature 3D classics, updates of older Nintendo games with 3D effects. What? It's not really that, that makes sense. I, what I see as 3D effects is just like parts of the game, like the UI or like mm-hmm. you know, like the score or something, like be 3D popped out at you or something. I could I could see like Mario 3, like the blocks you can't jump on and stuff that are in the background, mm-hmm. feeling like they are actually in yeah. the background. Stuff like, like a, that. A, a parallax layer, 2D layer in the background. I'll take it, though. You know? Um, yeah. As, as long as oh. they, you know, give us a clue of, you know, what titles they're considering for that, it, it's got potential, you know? I would Hate totally to backtrack, buy, but Toon Lucas just put in the chat, it is Braviary who fights for his friends. So, huh. just, just to confirm that. But anyways, uh-huh. yeah, 3D old games. <laughs> Mario tennis, Mario's tennis for Virtual Boy. Oh. <laughs> um, now with color. Yeah, and not black and red. Oh my gosh, it's all red. Um, but yeah, the eShop is of course coming in that late uh, May update that's going to have you know the eShop, the web browser, all that stuff, which is kind of a weird choice in its own. You know, I guess it's better that they don't delay it, but at the same time, like, a really important update like that, you know, a couple months down the line, maybe they think, like, oh, only so many people will get it at launch because of availability and all that, so it won't really matter in the long run. I don't know. You know yeah. It'll, it'll be interesting to see. Mm-hmm. Um, I know, Buzz, I'm sure you're happy about this, or at least intrigued. Uh, the titles, of course Mario's coming to the Nintendo 3DS. You know, Iwata mentioned that there is indeed a Super Mario title in the works from the team who worked on Super Mario Galaxy. A lot of potential there. And uh, it's got a Tanuki-like tail that at the end so of the much. logo. When are they going to learn that Mario 3 was their best game? Maybe they're learning now. <laughs> because <laughs> it was excited. in The Wizard. Yes. We should be asking Gimpyfish this, though. I'm sure he's stoked. This is true. But yeah, I'm uh Mario is just one of those games where like you, you just you have to like it. It's like a it's a cultural phenomenon and just it's Mario. <laughs> I I like the screenshots though because it looks like it's going to have that more classic feel going back to its roots, you know, question mm-hmm. mark blocks, coins, goombas. That's what I want. Like Mario in his essence. And little short little Mario. That is yep. that is his essence right there. All they need to do is show me Karibo shoe, and I will be excited beyond words. <laughs> that is the best Mario item ever. You just jump in a giant boot and crush everything. <laughs> yeah. But look at those graphics. Like those are three DS graphics. They kinda look like Wii graphics. Yeah. It the three DS is gonna pack a punch. Oh, wow, it's it's I love how the Ocar- Ocarina of Time screenshots are looking. So oh yeah. Well, I mean, there is the story there that, you know, it's going to be crammed with new and interesting things, but they're going to, you know, release it, the information as time comes. But we did have a Nintendo sales rep say that, you know, Master Quest is also going to be included, so it's like you're getting two games for the price of one. Yeah, right. <laughs> Every you... temple just has two entrances, the Master Quest entrance and the original entrance. Pick, <laughs> Pick your poison. Your... There you go. 
You can only do one. Once it is game over, you can't pick the <laughs> yeah. other one. And the game automatically, you can't start a new file ever. There you, you go. You can only play through it once. <laughs> or it remembers just, the choices you I'm made. I'm just hoping this new content is really content. Like, my only worry when they say that there will be new and interesting things, I hope it's not stuff like... Tangle oh, Minigame! Yeah, Tangle <laughs> Minigames, and they hope they don't just put, like, people standing in the town being like... You know, you you can talk to them and have more dialogue and learn more about the background and like that kind of stuff's nifty and all. But like, I really want a new dungeon, mm-hmm. new dungeon, new loot or something like Temple really of Light. Like actually extend the game, not put in little gimmicky things to do just to just because you've never seen them before. That yeah. running away sequence after the final battle with Ganon is now longer. <laughs> or that, like maybe they can go retrofit some of the existing stuff and add, for example. Use the megaton hammer to shatter shields on enemies and stuff. That'd I don't know. Just anything like something that gives a really new, fresh twist to the game, not just "Oh look, it's new and it's a mini game." <laughs> you can use your gyroscope to aim stuff, but it's really yeah. not smart when you're in battle and only maybe any good to solve to solve puzzles. Yeah, I, I just I have hopes. This 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 article does give me hope though because <clears throat> it's the first time they've come out and openly said yes, there'll be new stuff. I'm like, yes. Water Temple, now twice as long. Yay! <laughs> it almost sounds like Sakurai teasing stuff, though, and we all know how that worked out. Yep. Not to burst Up your until bubble. now, there was a Water Temple that people didn't <laughs> Oh, play. no. Now there are two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, and then we also got a trailer, probably my favorite part of the uh, whole presentation, was the new Skyward Sword trailer. Um, because it's the first time in nine months that we've seen anything about the game. I'm still going to stick to my guns and say it's probably going to be, you know, a holiday launch, late November, probably, um, (laughs) hoping. Um, I know, Buzz, you've always been so skeptical about this game, so lay it on us. I'm warming up to it. I actually will say that, because in that later trailer, Mm -hmm. I'm still bitter about the motion control. That'll never go away. Of course, of course you are, yeah. But the graphics, um, as I see more of the world and see when he's in slightly darker situations, it's not as bad. Like, it's not cell shaded <laughs> painful. It's not good, but it's not as bad. No, it's now, not see, as bad. Buzz, I feel like I went in the opposite direction when I saw this trailer. I liked little... it less. Really? <laughs> see, yeah. See, it's a like, shit. Like it's the... a power struggle. <laughs> it creates something the, new. The, look at the screenshot in the uh, Ocarina of Time 3D. Um, the one where he's that's the, the kind of Zelda books. I want to see. Like, yeah, like that, that's, that's what I, I want like it to look, look like. It doesn't have to be realistic. Like, oh, look, this is a five thousand polygon, you know, spider web on the wall. Like, and I don't, I don't care about you know graphical power mm-hmm. or making it look super realistic. Just, I just like the the feel, the emotion of you know, it's a dark and gritty situation you're in. Like, whereas Skyward Sword, a eh, little the the whole paint look, it, it's it's well, neat. But it's just, hmm. It, 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 it I loved how, how Wind Waker looked. I, I, I loved how that looked. I loved that design. I thought the, the cartoony Legend of Zelda was great. I thought that looked beautiful. It was really distinct. What, the problem I have with Skyward Sword is I feel like it's blending the two, and it's not doing it in a very attractive way. It looks weird. Well, like It looks neither. like it doesn't know what it wants to do. Yeah, it's doing do, neither of them well. well. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know, like, when I actually play it, that'll, you know, make a difference, I'm sure. Uh, like I said, I'm still kind of 
also on the fence about the whole motion control bit. Um, I liked how um, Twilight Princess worked, but that was also because it was really simple. There wasn't it wasn't frustrating. It picked up my moves. I can see with um, the motion plus, I can see that being a little bit more of an issue. But well, and just from a from a gameplay standpoint, like for example, if you haven't seen the video, there's a clip where Link is fighting this giant troll creature mm-hmm. something. Anyway, and the big the big troll creature has a big wooden shield, and as you slice it, based on what direction you slice, you know it, it actually slices that chunk off the shield and you know leaves the rest of the shield there. Yeah, that kind of stuff. Whenever I see that kind of stuff, I'm just like, okay, that's kind of cool that I control where I, how I cut, but. What's what's it really adding? Like, what? How is the gameplay different that I couldn't do with a controller? And what, you know, what's unique about it? I'm just hoping that, like, I'm hoping that like all the enemies aren't like that. I know like they're trying to highlight that, but like if all the enemies are like, you have to slice a certain way, or you have to stab, yeah. then like it's, yeah. And that that's why well, I'm worried. That's why I'm very concerned. Just because, like, again, I don't I don't hate change. I, I'm all in favor of them trying something new with Zelda, but just motion control was not it. <laughs> yeah, the things that worry me is when I see like the like the little bad guys that were popping up that had like the line on them that you had to hit in order to right. break yep. them or whatever. Like, I don't like that idea. Like, I like the idea of the sword goes wherever I want it to go. I'm cool with that. That works out fine. If you start making puzzles that really like make it, you know, you have to be, you know, I'm sure it won't be like exact, but like you, know, you have to be fairly Vertical accurate cut, with your spikes. Horizontal cut, diagonal cut. Like know. that, that makes it feel less fun. Like me like, being able to just do what I want sounds cool. You know, me being pulled into the, you know, the box of well, every enemy will either die to a vertical or a horizontal slash. That makes it less cool. I like the idea of know. like the rotating block puzzle with emotion plus. Yeah, that yep. was fun. I like that. That was neat. And I liked the uh, the balance on the like the little tight wa- rope walking. Mm-hmm. That looked cool. You knocked the other guy off. That was pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I I need to try it. It's supposed to come out. Yeah. Well, you know, I totally called it a long time ago. The oh, early 2011 or first half of 2011, what they say. Yeah, we'll see yeah, it. Yeah. Maybe by Christmas. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we're about just over two hours in. Let's get to some mail time, and I gotta play a song. I know. Yeah. Okay, here's the thing. I lost the you know the actual mail time mail time mail time oh. song so like I've always been putting we just got a letter don't 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 we just got a letter we just got a letter we just got a letter wonder who it's from so here we go mail time mail time mail time <laughs> mail time mail that never fails it makes me wanna wag my tail when it comes I wanna wear Yay. This just became the best episode of this podcast. Good because time. you were on it. Let's be honest. Well, I wasn't gonna, I wasn't gonna put that in there, but if, if you're gonna <laughs> suggest it, I won't, I won't argue. The first one comes from Exo Ryko. What were your favorite TV shows and or ooh. movies to watch when you were a kid? Oh, oh, me first, me first. You, go. Oh, oh him, me. Oh, you is me. <laughs> um. <laughs> Uh, easy. Spider-Man, the animated series. X-Men, the original cartoon. Yeah, yeah exactly. That theme song. Have you heard the Power Glove? <laughs> and, uh, that? It's so good. And uh, the Batman animated series, the mm. good one. The good, Yeah, the good one. <laughs> I don't know what else <laughs> to call it. What's it named? I mean, the one and, with Luke Skywalker as the Joker. Yes, exactly. 
Uh, just good, good <laughs> Batman series. Um, watch Dragon Ball Z. Yes, I'm one of those people. Dragon, Dragon. I am actually not one of those people. That's Did interesting. You say TV uh. shows, movie. Oh, and movies included. I don't know what movies I watched as a kid, but anyway, I watched, uh, I watched Power Rangers for the first few seasons, and mm-hmm. I stopped. And then, yeah, I think that's my list. But yeah, I, I loved, I loved television back then. Great. <laughs> I don't. I I say I really say it that way because I really don't watch that much TV anymore. I have like mm-hmm. Survivor and sometimes American Idol, and that's it. Yeah. And uh, I am. I was all about the Pokemon, as you can tell. Um, <laughs> making the <laughs> WTFP and all that. Um, Digimon. Oh, oh, I was also a... jo- Johnny Quest. That was a good one too. Oh, yeah. Anyway, keep going. I was also a Digimon fan. Like I wasn't into the whole like rivalry. Like this is better. This is better. I think if I'd pick one, like Pokemon was better. But just get it out there. But I also like Digimon. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, um. And got movie Aladdin. I still love Aladdin. That's Aladdin is my favorite Disney movie to this day. It was on yesterday, and I was telling people on the Show Me News forums that it was on ABC Family when I turned it on. You know, Jafar was just starting out. Prince Ali, yes, it is he. Yeah, but not as I you love know that song. him. It's a good movie. And yeah. it's like, if you know about like, you gotta go on and take it from me. Like, if you know anything about like me on this podcast, like, I can't even remember what episode it was, but like, I've definitely like randomly just sung that part out. And it, and then Panda's like, you always do the reprise, but not like the main song. And I'm like, I don't know. The main song's so good too. Mm-hmm. Um, other movies like. I've I have so many like TV shows that like yeah I definitely watch that I love that but I, I mean you know, Pokemon and Digimon come to mind and so do so does Aladdin. Um, for a while when I was a little bit younger, not like as a kid, but like Rush Hour Two was my favorite movie for quite some Ooh. time. I don't know why I, I just really like that one. What about you, Wuggles? Well, I guess it depends on what we define as child. Like, because right. I started watching Pokemon when I was probably in, like, the sixth grade. And I don't, like, I mean, I'm that's still a kid, but, like, mm-hmm. I guess when I saw this question, I was thinking more, like, younger than that. Yeah. Um, which, it's kind of ironic. Like, little side note. I was the last one of my group of friends to get into Pokemon, and I'm currently now the only one who yeah. <laughs> enjoys it. So I guess I jumped in late and decided to never get out of the pool. But, um, as far as, like, TV shows and stuff, I was super into Power Rangers. I had, like, all the action figures. I was crazy. Um, I... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Morphin time, totally. I had a Christmas of like maybe like ninety five or something. I was like maybe like six or seven. Uh, I got a Power Ranger costume like as a Christmas <laughs> present, and I just wore it around like the the rest of that Christmas break. Walked around the house, seeing if people needed rescuing from giant robots. It was good. <laughs> My mom um, made me a Red Ranger costume out of a sweatshirt, and then she made me a White <laughs> Ranger costume the next year. Oh the, man, yeah, that was the other thing. I. I had to base my favorite color off of what Power Ranger was my favorite. Because like, when I was asked what my favorite color was, my immediate response was, well, which Power Ranger do I like the most? <laughs> and I kind of sounded awesome. like a young racist because I was like, white, because the white Ranger's so cool. <laughs> Didn't think about you know future implications. But yeah, um, I also really loved like the Nicktoons and stuff. Like, yeah. uh, Rugrats was on the other day, and mm-hmm. I was like, I remember this episode. And not only did I remember that episode, I started like quoting it. Like and knowing the lines before they show up, and I was like, "Man, this is so heavily imprinted." And then, as far as movies, I am 
such a Disney nerd. Like I after I got the PS3, uh, the first Blu-rays I got were the Toy Story trilogy and uh, Beauty and the Beast, and um, I just I just love Disney movies, and I can't wait. I think Lion King is coming out either later this year or next mm-hmm. year, yeah. and I plan on getting that day one. Like I I I love the Disney movies that I grew up with. Like um, like it's kind of sad, but like Alice in Wonderland and uh, um, Sleeping Beauty and things Snow like that. White, like those yeah. were Snow White. Like those were before my time. They mm-hmm. really don't have that nostalgia factor for me quite as much. And like um. So I know what when those came say. out, I and it, it, that is, I know what you're gonna say, and it's my second favorite. Uh, and but then there's you know there's a movie like Hercules. Yes, it's so good. Mm, like, like and Hercules. I and my so friends, good. my friends began fighting me on this point. Like Hercules is my favorite one, and like and I'm not saying like it's so much better than the other ones. No, like if you love the other ones, I'm I'm totally cool with that. That's great. Because uh, they're all really good, and you know, me picking Hercules as my favorite, I will genuinely say, is a nostalgia. It came at the perfect time in my childhood, mm-hmm. and that's why I love it so much. Yeah. But it has Hades, you know, James Woods, James Woods, Hades, the oh. greatest Disney villain of all time. Mm. Absolutely um, agree. And it's genuinely funny. Like I, I have all of the Disney movies on my iPod, uh, and I have a ten-hour shift when I work with my dad. And the greatest way to pass through that day so quickly is to just pop on a Disney movie and listen to it while I'm doing stuff. And Hercules is the only one out of like all of them that I've listened to in the past couple months that I was laughing really hard at while listening to it, just mm-hmm. because it's genuinely funny. There's like, there's a line in there that I never got as a kid, and that's Hercules and Meg go out to see a play, and he walks back from it going, and man, that Oedipus thing... I thought I had problems. <laughs> if you know the story of Oedipus, yep. you know how horrendously adult <laughs> that comment is. Like that's uh, also when you watch Aladdin too, and like all of you know, just Robin Williams being Robin Williams, like yes, all Robin of his Williams jokes. Also, really good. When you're a little kid, they go over your head, and you watch it again. It's like, oh my goodness. That's why I like Toy Story series. Mm-hmm. Toy all Story is also a really good example of that. Well, but then again, you see it again and again and again with Kadri. <laughs> yep. I'm just saying, even the original ones, I watch them again and I'm older and I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh that's pretty funny. Yeah. But like all those Disney songs, like maybe not verbatim. There's still a couple lines that mess me up, but I could probably sing most of them with little flaws. Mm-hmm. I, and it makes, it makes me happy. Dude, like, Yomacon, Yomacon, we're going to play Seen It Disney. Oh, dude, oh. bring it. Yeah. Oh, it, it's on. It's, it's going to be broughten. It's going to be broughten. <laughs> By the way, random aside, uh, don't buy movies from Best Buy. I have this new application on my uh, phone that lets you scan barcodes and it will instantly tell you the price on Amazon. Oh, yeah. And so, like, Ooh. I was there yesterday with my friend and I didn't, you know, I didn't have any game. intention of... <laughs> yeah. I didn't have any intention of buying any movies and I didn't, but I was just looking just because I was just passing time. And uh, I look. I found, like, for example, I found the Star Trek Next Generation movies, which is Generations, nice. yeah. First Contact, Insurrection, Insurrection. Nemesis. Yeah, oh, damn. And uh, I wanted it. I was like, oh, it's the Blu-ray four-pack. I, oh man, it was marked at like seventy dollars. Oh gosh. But since I had this app, I was like, I'm gonna try this out. And I scan it. Less than sixty on Amazon. I'm like, what? <laughs> Threw it back on the shelf. And I went through like ten different movies that I just even was remotely considering, and all of them were like a good 30% off on Amazon. Wow. 
So yeah, don't buy retail, people. <laughs> buy Amazon. But yeah, if you if you guys ever get a smartphone, the Amazon app is your friend. It's awesome. You can just be out and about and be like, eh, I'm gonna scan this. And he's like, beep. And they're like, oh, that's the price. Okay. Is that the name of it? Just the Amazon app? Yeah, you just search. Well, let me check it. Pull it up real quick. It's just the the label on the app just says Amazon. Hmm. It says yeah, it's just called Amazon. There's are separate apps like Amazon Kindle app and Amazon other stuff, but just get the Amazon app and you can scan barcodes. It's awesome. Next question from the Debago. We had him on last episode. Fidoboge, as I was calling him. Aha. I guess it's another way. Um, <laughs> trying to make it as bad as possible. <laughs> uh, pretend for a moment you were an established actor and voice actor. Which character I would am. you most like to play? <laughs> you are. Would you most like to play in a movie or a play? Which character in a game or animated film would you most like to voice? I, I'm not gonna lie. I was gonna say like a character in Pokemon the Abridged series. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. All right. Okay. It's a fair response. You, know, you heard it. Heard it here first. Don't show me your news. My one of my original ideas way back was like, uh, you know. That we have the concept of ending on the Pokemon movie and just making when Ash dies. That's just the end of our series. Just that period. Good. All right. But uh, and I was trying to think like, and that was going to be like the biggest like throw everybody everywhere in that thing. And WTFP was going to have its own little segment, like mini segment within the movie, like where something's <laughs> going to happen and just you and Sorty are both like, wait, what? <laughs> like and suddenly break it down into like five reasons why that was so horrible. And, like, it would make very little sense to a majority of people, but, like, the fan core, the core fan of WTFP would be like, oh, my God. <laughs> so that'll probably be in there somewhere. But, yeah, you'll probably have a role, hopefully. We really haven't even scripted the next episode quite that much yet. But I, I kind of wanna also want to roll as, like, an actual character. I, and I'm trying to think of, like, the episodes that you're near. And, I, like, I can't even think of one. Unless it's, like... We're doing the Primeape one now, okay. which... Uh, Unless, like, Sorty and I were, like, Hitmonchan and Hitmonlee. <laughs> Ooh. There's an idea. But um, but we have... We actually... It's funny, because the next episode we're working on, we really don't have scripted all that much. But the episode after it is very scripted, which is the uh, the Grass Gym yeah, with Erica. Yeah, And Ashley. And after that... And Ashley. <laughs> like, I don't know... I can't remember what happens after that. Like, I have a vague idea of which episodes are following that, but I don't know exactly which ones they are. Oh man, make Yoko Togepi. You just have a Togepi. running roll. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, yeah, don't worry. You'll be on there. Okay. Trust me. I'm just right. finding the best role for you. I, I appreciate that. Um, as far as a movie or a play, I have no idea. It, it's like, this is a really difficult question. Um... As far as a animated film, um, I, I, Power Rangers Live, damn it! <laughs> <laughs> uh, I saw that. Oh man, I, I don't know. Um, I'm gonna try to think of something on the spot, but because like if I'm trying to think of, of like Disney movies and you know characters, like, could I be a better Jafar? No, Jafar had a pretty good voice. Uh, I, I don't think like don't don't look at it like that because I'm, I'm gonna tell you right now my cartoon character was Hades, and like it's not saying I could play a better one. It's just that role would be so fun to play. I see. Like I see. Like, and 
Jafar would also definitely be so fun to play with that mm-hmm. laugh. Yeah, okay. I'll go with Jafar um, for animated. Um, no, you know what? No. No. I was going to say Brock. I mean... Brock would be... Brock, Brock would be pretty fun, especially with all the his little infatuation <laughs> moments. Um, There's joy! <laughs> oh, gosh. What's little Kribo's line? I'm blanking on it. I'm crying. It's not like Brock from Pokemon. Screw the rules. I'm in love with Nurse Joy. <laughs> um, in a movie, I'd be an in Inception. Um, let's go Arthur from Inception. What the hell? Um, you guys go take within Roth and Sense. I just epically failed at that mail time. <laughs> Buzz, I'm gonna hand it off better. to you because I have I have prepared answers. So I'll. Just have to do Scott, Scott, <laughs> But you have to you have to convey ideas in those. That would be so hard. Imagine having a conversation where all you could do is yeah, He'll con- he'll convey the idea of hey, excuse me, princess. <laughs> oh, call. I don't know. I've these kind of questions are hard for me because they're too open ended, and I just lock up. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And there's lots of things I'd love to do, but just. To we'll pick see. one, yeah, that's what I'm doing. Like one is difficult. All right, where's your, what's your prepared answer? All right, when you sent me this outline, as soon as I saw that question, I was like, I'm gonna have to think about this one. Mm-hmm. So I came see, up that, with ideas. See, that's what I just... thought of too when I was typing up the question, but thinking of it never happened. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, see, last night I was just playing Pokemon, and I was like, well, this is the ultimate. Do something else. What's something else I could be doing? And then I got the text of, you know, sent you the outline via Gmail, and I was like, oh, perfect. I will look up the <laughs> stuff on there. But, uh, so I wrote down, I don't have a play just because I really don't, like, I don't follow stage plays very much, so I wouldn't be able to give a very good answer. Probably someone on Spam a lot. I'm sure that would it's be fun. springtime for <laughs> Hitler and Germany. Exactly. Uh, but for animated film, I put Hades. He has so many good one-line quips, so many just, you know, short memo, memo to me, maim you after my meeting, like, you know, things like that. <laughs> yeah. So much fun. I would love it. Uh, Andy gets to yell a lot, and I like to yell. Uh, my microphone isn't good at recording it, so it kind of makes me mad. But um, you know, I I enjoy it. Uh, for an animated like show, I picked the anime Yu Hakusho, Yusuke Urameshi. Oh yeah, I've done a you, you, would, fan you would make a that. great use. I mean, not, Justin Cook is the best Yusuke, but like, oh, I'd say you'd make, you'd make a good one. Oh well, I I I loved that take on him, and I've done. I did a fan dub as Yusuke Urameshi, which I will not show the rest of you internet Aww. because it is, it is uh, in my opinion, I do, I do Yusuke okay. I actually think I did all right as him, but I was also Taguro because it was me and, a, me and my friend uh, Count Abyss, a fellow abridger and internet parody maker. We both went together on it. It was his idea. And like he was like, well, I don't know who to have voice Taguro. So I was like, I'll do Taguro. And then like I was like, wait a minute. I am terrible. <laughs> He just talks like this. It's really deep, and you're a messy. And I'm not good at doing low voices. And then he kind of, you know, mixed my voice a little bit with a couple audio effects, and it (laughs) it really did not sound good. So I'm very ashamed of it. Um, But my Yusuke, I thought I actually did pretty all right. Mm. Like I, I went all out, did lots of screams. It was that really moment, like you know, huge scene when I think he unleashes his power, like you know, for like the big last time. Yeah. Yeah. And you know. I think I think it's the one that ends with him, you know, when 
Tagura's making fun of Genkai. And he's like, you shouldn't even be allowed to say her name. Like, yeah. that whole thing. I was mm-hmm. like, yes! Such a good scene. I'm so glad this is the one of my first so But You uh, didn't do Kubara? Or was he dead? That was what my friend did. That was what my friend called. That's that's actually why it happened. He's like, I think I'm doing okay, cool bar. You want to do a fan dub? You said you wanted to voice Yusuke at some point. I'm like, sure, why not? <laughs> but let's be fu- let's be honest. Anyone can do cool bar. <laughs> that you that, that, <laughs> that voice is not that hard to do. No, um, no. But live action uh, from TV. If any of you watched the show Lost, uh, the character Ben, he is mm. so good. Um, like if if you didn't watch it, basically he's the most conniving, weaselly person ever, and uh, he makes all these really good facial expressions, and he'll just say little one-off things that make you go, "That is so terrifying." Like uh, one of the first episodes he was introduced in, like they weren't sure if he was a good guy or a bad guy, and they were holding him hostage, and like he, they were like, you know, where where's like he claimed he had landed there, like show of lost, they're on an island, yada yada yada. Uh, he claimed he had gotten there by a hot air balloon. And they said, if you got here by a hot air balloon, we'll be able to find it. Draw us a map to where it is. And, you know, he's, like, crying and going, like, no, I'm serious. You people don't know what you're doing. So he drew them out a map, and they held him, like, in their little prison thing. And while they're feeding him, like, his breakfast, they gave him cereal. And, you know, they're like, he's like, I don't understand why you people think I'm doing something wrong. He's like, of course, if I was a bad guy, he's like, what I would do is just draw a map out to a really secluded place where my people would ambush your people and then take them, like, da-da-da-da-da, and have them to trade for me. Hmm. And then he, like, just kind of looks at them, by the way, do you have any milk? And, like, and this episode just ends. Like, <laughs> like, it was just the most creepy, like, I can't do it justice, but I, at some point I will show you that clip. It was hmm. so good. Uh, yeah, and then not, not really from, lost fanatic myself. Which is okay. It, it had, it, you had to put a lot of effort into following it, and... Yeah. There's a lot of uh, discussion over whether the ending made it worth it. I personally think it did, but a lot of people don't. That's an argument for another time. As far as the movie, Scott Pilgrim live-action movie, I would love to play Gideon because he's such a jackass. Oh, he is, and yeah. He just has so many... If my cathedral isn't to you, like, you're just really theatrical acting over the top. So much fun. I say, really anybody cool. could do a better job than Michael Sarah. so... <laughs> Oh, he was fine. Yeah. Grumble, he, grumble, he, grumble. He did a perfectly fine job. Just the weirdest part with, uh, what's his name? Roxy Richter or whatever. How, oh, yeah. How she is, May Whitman is her name, is the actress. And then that's you know the same voice as uh, Katara from Avatar The Last Airbender. So... Oh, I did not notice that. Yeah, uh, next time you watch the Bifurious scene. Oh, God. Lis- listen listen for that. Uh, yeah, that's, that's kind of a comment. And then, if you watch Chuck, um, Shaw is uh, the dude who's super vegan. <laughs> that guy, that, that's, that's Shaw from Chuck. Um, oh, man. But, yeah. Any other ideas besides a link there, Buzz? <laughs> no. To be honest, no. <laughs> nope, that's it. Not a one. Uh, you wouldn't be a I Power Ranger? Out of this question. It's just beyond my ca- reasoning capability. He would play Samus. There you are. <laughs> or Jessica Alba in the movie. Retroid. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, would play Samus' boyfriend. He would make a new role. <laughs> there you go. That's Adam. Wait, what? 
Uh oh. I hated that. <laughs> Don't you know how to treat a lady? Thumbs down. Uh, last question from Master of Fossils. <laughs> what kind of Pokemon are you? How do you do the things you do? Saw that in the thread and I just smiled so big. I was I like, yes, this, this, is a jo- this is a question that needs to be asked, especially with the Pokemon theme we've had. Yeah, um, I would be an electric and fire type. And how do I do the things I do? Um, <laughs> Magically. Yes. I really like the idea of like... Fire and electricity. Just like, you know, Zeb Striker really appeared, appealed to me with like, you know, the high speed, you know, good special attack. But like, having flame charge in his moveset was really That's awesome. So cool. I really liked that. Um... <laughs> But how do I do the things I do? Um, I rock out with an electric guitar, and I breathe fire. And it melts your face. See, that's how it mixes. He has the electric guitar, and your opponent's face starts melting and catches fire. That's how he's fire and electric. Bingo, bango, there it is. That's what kind of Pokemon (laughs) I am and how I do the things that I do. Oh man, then I messed up the question because I took this as basically what Pokemon of the existing Pokemon oh, would you oh, be? Oh, 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 well then I'd be Uh-oh. Raichu. Raichu, okay. give it a thunderbolt. <laughs> Try to oh, down. Not a so Boy. good. Uh, you can do well, both. I don't care. <laughs> well, now, now I'm trying to think of what type I would be because with the Pokemon I picked, um, it is not. Like, I, w- I want to put this, he's not my favorite Pokemon. I don't even really, like, the water ground typing that he is. I don't really, you know, really identify with either of those types. But uh, Quagsire, and for the yeah, reason, is yeah. his Pokedex information, Uh-oh. which is, he is so relaxed and laid back, they will bump into boats while they're swimming. <laughs> and I'm like, I bump into stuff all the time! This Pokemon is me. <laughs> but, uh, I don't know. I'd, I'd probably be, oh man, Yoko kind of took mine because fire and electric are also two of my top types. Yeah. We'd, we'd both be there with dueling guitars and face melting, even though I don't really play guitar. But maybe <laughs> I would just breathe fire on the audience and I'd be there your you hype go. man. And I'd light the light, Joe. It'd kind of like be like Kiss and you're breathing fire. Exactly. We put on one hell of a show. That's all, that's all I know. Now, Buzz <laughs> and Lee would never be the same. Woo! Uh, Buzz, in your limited knowledge, you have, let's see, you got grass, fire, ground, poison, electric, water, rock, flying, ice, normal, bug, ghost, fighting, dragon, psychic, and dark types. I'd probably be either electric or psychic, based on the kind of person I am. <laughs> That's a pretty cool psycho. one, too. We all like electric type. It's, it's the coolest type. Electric it's- is a really good type. Like, it's so... It- that one Pokemon that's pure electric and has levitate, no weaknesses. Oh, so yeah. Crazy. You know what's funny is just uh, we always, my friends and I always joke about this how like lightning is so epic in games and movies, but it's so unepic in real life. Like oftentimes <laughs> it passes right through you and does no damage whatsoever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's just so cool because all the arcing and the burning and the. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> electric you. should be the best type. It really. I, th- I guess we have about Tesla it, should to we think can everything. 
without <laughs> Tesla coils and the like, we wouldn't think electric is so cool. It wouldn't even be in games. <laughs> but, but yeah, I like electricity and I like the brain. So electric psyche. Sweet. Buzzsaw. Did you notice Wild that all the, and everything I do is super effective. <laughs> well, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> Buzzsaw has a special buzzsaw type where he just cuts everything into pieces and it's or, super effective against everything. Or it's just it's his ability. It's, it's buzzsaw. Oh, I have a new tier. It's, it's ridiculously effective. <laughs> it does four times the damage. No, eight times. Because some, <laughs> some attacks already 16 four times. times. Let's, just, let's just do it. Whole other... They're down here. Everything else is up here. I have my 10 meg pipe. <laughs> you're, doing, you're laying 10 meg pipe. <laughs> <laughs> He's just shooting internets at us. What do we do? Super effective. So that just cute. sounds so wrong. Oh, yeah, I'm laying 10 meg pipe. What? Sounds like so, drugs. At your mom's house. It's painfully awesome. <laughs> Little side note here. Did you notice that the weaknesses for psychic are all the human fears? Bugs, uh, the dark, and ghosts? Oh, God. I, I did not notice that. A friend of mine brought that up to me yesterday, and I was like, oh, my God, you're right. <laughs> Mind blown. That's just like huh. Phoenix Down and Final Fantasy. Do you know what that is? Like, I never really thought about it. It's mm -hmm. the down from a phoenix. Like, it's feathers. Oh, a feather. Like, oh, I yeah. Like, I, like, that blew my mind when someone <laughs> said that to me. Because I was like, Phoenix Down. I thought it was just a bad Japanese translation error. <laughs> like, I just think that you're down. Called it a life potion. Yeah, like, you know, you know, you're down. So here's, a, here's a Phoenix, like, Phoenix Down, because you're down. Yeah, well, uh, down uh, Blue Jay Wright. Bird and direction. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> oh, oh my goodness. It's about two and a half hours. Gads. Yeah. Woo! Um, and we covered everything on our outline. Yay! So, woo! I know we spent like what feels like half an hour talking about Pokemon and Buzz, you know, went and, you know, solved the universe. Yes. That time. We cancer while we were busy <laughs> talking about the Pokemans. We were both doing equally important things. Yeah, of course. Um, but aside from that, Master WGS, thank you very much for being on a legit episode of thank Show you so Nukes. much for having me and we're gonna we're gonna hook up i'm trying to like bro fist of the internet with uh affiliates and all that good stuff hey we've we've got your affiliates picture on our main site now all right uh, we're be, we're got, just being lazy Let, well, let's get it working but, on it well okay. the guy who does our site stuff is also very lazy so <laughs> oh oh nope. oh and but before we go i promised super i would give him a shout out because I love the band The Proto Men, and sometimes I feel like I'm the only one who loves them. They are an incredibly good band that you should all listen to, and Super was talking about them on Facebook. So Super is a bro, because he loves The Proto Men. It is a weird rock opera based around Mega Man that totally extends the story into crazy directions. So good. All of you should listen to it right now. Hooray! <laughs> Hooray! And, um, yeah, with that, I am Yoko. And I'm the buzzsaw. Not Master Wuggles. And we are out. Peace. Bye. This was fun. Subscribe. Wait, 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 wait. No, no, no. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta do this. Do 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 do.
Oh man, listening to that old episode that I was talking about when I said, you know, you guys were basically talking about the up and comer little Karibo. Oh yeah. Oh man. So funny to well, hear I things. Mean, if you think of it like that was back in two thousand seven. Like Like you didn't use the exact words up and comer, but you were definitely talking about him like as if this is some underground unknown no one's ever heard of him thing. Like, mm-hmm. you're like, you guys need to talk about that, like, because I think Gimpy brings it up. He's like, by the way, any of you guys who are fans of Yu-Gi-Oh, Yu-Gi-Oh abridged. It's done by this guy. Um, Hold on, let me look up his name. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, speaking of which, I can't believe I forgot to mention it. Um, I know Raptor. like, sometimes, you know, show me news fans are like, uh, episode 42, whatever. Um, It was so awkward because Yoko and Cyberlink were, like, Starstruck, pretty much, and Eagle Raptor dominated the episode, and we don't like it because of that. But he came out with a video, like, and I've always been like a huge fan. I almost said major fan. I have to do major fan. Um, I've always been like a huge fan of what he does. But his new video, Sequelitis, I haven't seen it yet. But I have a couple friends who favorited it and amazing. Um, just to hear him like. He speaks so well about video games and how he compares Castlevania and Castlevania 2, Simon's Quest. And, like, you know, he's like, oh, I know, like, the AB- ABGN, like, did that. And I love it, but I don't give a fuck. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> but it's like, it's totally his style, but it's so well done and intelligent. And I, I was, I was amazed. Like, it <laughs> was great. So go check out Sequelitis on Eager Raptors' YouTube channel, because you will not regret it. We'll definitely do that. There you go. Like Super is exactly right. He says he transitions around like Red Letter Media. And Red Letter Media, for the Star Wars movie reviews, um, each one is like an hour and a half epic, but again, like really good. <laughs> I could not sit through all of them, but I have heard legend of how funny they are. <laughs> it, it, they are... So so true. 